This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League is Hedgepalooza in March as the Cowboys and Broncos fans are again made to wait more than 80 minutes to decide who they support. Mounting medical bills mean Jared Hayne has to transfer ownership of Campbelltown Stadium to Matt Moylan. Wayne Bennett solidifies his supercoach status by implementing specialty field goal training after only three golden point losses to the Cowboys. Plus, we look back at all the action from round two and forward to round three of the NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 246 of This Week in League, I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you going, my man? Good, buddy. I'm glad we're doing this here and not at my place. Yeah, no power. No. No internets? No, that too, but it's um, fucking Joe's apartment in my place at the moment. It's what now? You ever seen the movie Joe's Apartment? I've seen Joe's Apartment. Oh, okay. All the cockroaches. So, well, so there's all this giant right? I mean, you have to go, now you have to take me through. I've never even fucking heard of it. it, it Joe's Apartment. It's... um. But not Bateman one of the guys that was in Sliders oh jeez um <laughs> years ago and there's a, a shit ton of cockroaches in his apartment but okay. we, had a, we had a pest spray the other day I saw all the dead ones are crawling out of the woodwork and so all, yeah all I've done is create a fucking poisonous barrier preventing the escape <laughs> to outside of my premises yeah and now I have all these dead probably high cockroaches so, there's also a cockroach Ashwitz sort of situation. Put it this way. If a benevolent entity came down from outer space, yeah. locked a hundred people in a stadium, yeah. gassed us, and then went to sleep in the same stadium, can you imagine what we'd be doing in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Not happy. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a very special... <laughs> Welcome to uh, all of our breakfast listeners, <laughs> or any other meal. Don't look under um, your fridge. Special welcome to our new listeners, and uh, we like to give shouts to the new listeners, of course. So, you know, drop us a line on Twitter or Facebook if if you're a new listener, and uh, we'll definitely give you a shout out, and especially on on Twitter as well, because we'll get you a ready-made bunch of uh, followers for your account and things like that. And there's a lot of people who just sort of start Twitter accounts just because, yeah, you know, they want to get around the show. So, if you're not on Twitter, we can probably assume that you're not up on how Twitter works. Get on Twitter, create an account. Yep. Look for the show. Yep. And the rest will just do itself for you. There is almost no effort required at all exactly and you'll get a, a bunch of friends that are you know they're right I guess but <laughs> no no it's fantastic a great community and uh, you know it's, it's great to be it's great to be a part of that community and we yeah you'll get an instant followers send us a tweet and yeah. we'll shout you out and you're good during, and, during games it's like being at the pub with, with 100 mates yeah exactly everyone sledging everyone I swear Twitter was made for... Well, it wasn't made for it, but it, it, the, the true value of Twitter yeah. is watching live sports yes, and being on Twitter at the same time, yep. which is a real fucking problem for that NRL <laughs> app. 
<laughs> through which I watch many games. Yeah. <laughs> because if you're if you're wondering why I'm dead quiet a lot of the time during games, it's because I just can't be fuck switching between. <laughs> like, like I'll, I'll, I'll head back on. I'll head back at half time and stuff. <laughs> like yeah. unless I sort of have the game going on like an iPad and then the phone's free to yes. tweet stuff like that. That's that's the real pain in the balls for the for the you know real app. Otherwise, I mean, a lot of people have been saying that app's been fucking up for them too. It's still horrible. I've never had a, I've never had an issue like this season. I haven't had an issue with games dropping out or not being able to connect or anything like that. But I've seen a lot of people have, so I don't know what the deal is there. Look, it, it comes down to the fact that the company that runs the app is Telstra. in essence <laughs> the same company that does the you know uh, pay TV rights. Yeah, and so there's no need for any sort of change. Unfortunately, yeah, until there's a third player involved. Yeah, yeah, and and unfortunately, that's the problem with the app I mean, as well is that you can't you know airplay it or whatever to your um to your TV. But that is a condition of the licensing why that app exists, and that app is that's part of their condition that they they can't allow it to be. Which hopefully in the next couple of years will be seen as a limitation of trade. Yeah. But once again, it's a it's a co it's one of the co owners of the exactly. TV interest. So, so why you know it's, yeah they don't care that much because they're getting paid either way, right? Fucking some rich rugby league fan, not by the fucking South Sydney Rab- Robbios. Fucking and Hugh Jackman. I mean, Hugh, you know, start walking the walk, mate. No, you know who I'm looking at? Who? Fucking squarely. Who? The blue fucking wiggle. Well, yeah. I mean, he does like the you know talk shit around he the is. tick pies. I would go so far as to say that he's probably the richest rugby league fan that Australia has. Yeah, he'd have to be up there, right? The man, they they sold their rights to Disney. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Start a fucking media company, and the next time around, compete for it. Put mm-hmm. fucking you know, Wiggles promos before every game if you want to. Yeah, God knows I've given those cunts enough money. I mean, I'm happy to pay rugby <laughs> exactly. league as well. <laughs> fucking the dragons can have Dorothy as the new mascot. Amazing. When the when the Gold Coast changes their name the next time, they can be the Gold Coast Henry the Octopuses. Oh, the Gold Coast Octopi, that would be amazing. It's fantastic. But, Blue Wiggle, start a streaming company, get the rights, so we have proper digital sports coverage in this country. I'm going to fucking tweet Anthony. So listen. Well, fucking everyone to tweet Anthony. Everyone tweet Anthony Field on Twitter. <laughs> And <laughs> tell him about this great idea, and uh, especially Tigers fans, because you listen to you guys more. But yes. to his credit, he hasn't blocked me after years of fucking that's it. bants. No, and that's and he, it. He's yeah, a, a rugby league fan. Yeah, he loves it. Loves it. And I just want to talk about new listeners. Something uh, unexplained is happening this year with this show. Uh, we had when, when we started off the first episode we ever did way back in like two thousand nine or you know ten or whatever it was. It was like thirteen listeners on that first bit because that was basically the Twitter followers that you know they probably had at the time <laughs> like you know, the people we knew who were into rugby league and that was the Venn diagram and then that's obviously exploded and you know we've been it's been a little while now where we've been doing like you know five figure downloads but for some reason this year we had one hockey stick moment back in the second year or something when we got featured on Apple and that was a huge hockey stick was moment that, was that the storm uh oh no sorry no, yeah, no, 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 was, no we got fe- got featured on the iTunes store yep. and that, that was a huge a huge hockey stick moment where it went blasted up and obviously with that you don't retain all of those people but it was definitely like a a big jump up into the next sort of level for listeners and then that's happened again this year I can only you know speculate it's because of, uh our our friends at Sportsmate but uh including us on their on their app but in any case I had a look at the stats yesterday and uh well, I saw the first, when I when I uploaded the second episode, I looked back at the stats of the first episode. and I was like, 
the fuck is like it was almost three times as many downloads as our previous all-time record holder and like um that's really fucking weird and also significant and i wonder i wonder if that's going to stay you know it's first episode maybe word of mouth and you know has convinced people to take a look or you know whatever let's see what the week two is so i had a look at week two yesterday it's exactly the same Mm. pretty much and so it's very um very unusual but the fact is it almost tripled the listenership to to the extent that we're now we're sitting here recording on march 15 so halfway through march yep and we're already 40 percent higher this month than our all-time month record there we go. And we're not only, we're only just halfway through the month. So by the end of the month, it's going to be something unbelievable. But um, so thank you. Welcome, welcome to all you new listeners. All the new and, listeners. And, and, and thank you too. Well, so I'm sure sport, uh, Sportsmate has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I'd, just, I'd like to, if, if you're one of the new listeners for this year, uh, please let us know how, where you came from, because uh, <laughs> I'm just really interested to know, because it, like, it's not, it's such a significant increase in listeners that uh yeah i'm, I'm really st- struggling to figure it out um but that that's obviously got a little bit of organic referral in there as well there is definitely the a component show. there is a component of that and and i mean through last year there's i mean there's always an upward uh, trajectory of the show for listeners every year you accumulate more listeners which yeah. is you know what you would expect you know hopefully but then you have these moments where it's just like brow, this yeah. vertical line you're like um that's weird and i wasn't expecting it. i'm not quite sure where it came from so if you have any insight into that please let us know because uh, just just out of sheer interest, and uh, and thank you for for joining us Email. on the show. Email, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, yep, whatever, yep, send it on. Um, at green underscore hammock ninety three. So it's Jeff. Said uh, so probably not the purple wiggle Jeff. Hey guys, new listener, and I think I found my fave NRL podcast. Helps make shitty days at work easier. Well, um, it's definitely not Jeff because he's he's not working anymore, and I can't imagine it would have been shitty. Isn't he working? That's, oh, I don't believe so. I, mean, I thought he, he was working. He's basically look. No, Jeff, Jeff's not. Jeff Sorry, Wiggle. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Wiggle is. Yeah, he he's he's obviously out of the out of the uh, out of the, the Wiggles. Still gets a production credit. He's still got Ka-ching. EP. He's got EP on all the on all the credits of all the all the things that come out, and not to mention he's just cashing the royalties from all the old school stuff too. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't have to. And I would argue that, that being in the Wiggles, there's a lot of travel involved. But I mean, that wouldn't feel like work. Maybe it would if you've done it for ten years. But it doesn't. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's still pretty fucking great. I, I want this blue wiggle on board. Yep, Anthony. Okay, Anthony, we're gonna we're gonna make this happen, man. And uh, you know, he owes get, he owes me. If he needs to get Murray and Jeff in there as no, well, he, you know, he owes me. Murray and uh, and uh, and Greg as well. I mean, Greg's not doing nothing either. My my family supported the growth of the Wiggles by purchasing merchandise and VHS tapes. Oh, live concerts. At the Marimbula RSL Club <laughs> when there was them, their freaky puppets, yeah. and 12 kids in the audience. Those freaky puppets. We bought a freaky puppet. You could buy for those, those freaky puppets were some fucked up shit. <laughs> They've got a Jeff one in there at the Powerhouse Museum in Sydney in the in the in the thing. I remember when they were on the videos, and I remember thinking at the time like, how did they ever get through? <laughs> like they're scary as fuck for like a little kid. <laughs> Pay it forward, Blue Wiggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a tweet from James at JAA91. The thanks for the shout out on the show. Way to make me feel like the tapeworm Cassiano swallowed over my handle. <laughs> Hashtag sore ego. <laughs> Uh, 
fit sorry. in just nicely. Not, so, not sorry, James. Um, mailbag, we've got a two-parter here from Arpopsh that span over the course of uh, seven days or six days. The first one was after the release of our last episode when he said, my absolute favourite thing is not listening to the previews until after the round has been played. Jay's Panther preview, so close. Fast forward to uh, today, a couple of hours ago. <laughs> Last week, I gave you boys shit about your round one predictions. This week, one of eight with my tips. That'll learn me. <laughs> that will learn you. Fucking did that to yourself. King Levius. Gallon wants zero tolerance for drug use. Soon, Broncos fans will want zero tolerance for being cunts. Oh. Sorry, for fans being cunts. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Hash. <laughs> Stones in glass houses. Cruzy 06. A Broncos fan, but I draw no line between the two tweets. <laughs> It seems my old friend Hash Fold Coast could come into fruition. I don't think so, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, at Paris Steve, so confident of the Eels beating the Titans, we're playing Robson at halfback. Yeah, but like, like you have a choice though. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Corey's been dropped. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's like have a rest, Corey. You're on track for Dalian <laughs> to win the Dalian this year. You've been so amazing. I'll tell you what, just take a load off. We want to manage it. <laughs> This season, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, so, sometimes I've driven my car with the red light on. Yeah, I don't suck all the petrol out to prove what a hard case I am. <laughs> Just... King Levy, so the Origin game in Melbourne. Thoughts? My thoughts on the Origin game in Melbourne are the same as I've always been for Origin game in anywhere that's not Sydney or or Brisbane. Yep, and that is the ga- Origin does not need to promote the game of rugby league. Correct. It's already the fucking pinnacle. It's already there. Correct. If you want to send test matches and things like that to random points like Perth and Melbourne and stuff like that, then great. Mm-hmm. By all means, do it. I'm all for it. But I think Origin is fucked when it's not... when Because what you're doing is you're taking... Like, the home ground advantage thing in Origin is fucking real. Exactly. It's one of the few situations where it is. Yep. In, in, uh, in rugby league and, you know, and... Uh, I mean, like, even test matches and things like that don't, doesn't really matter so much. No. But... Origin, it's a big thing, and they go like you know two and one, and and switch them off. So when you do this Melbourne thing, one team's instantly disadvantaged, and that team's usually New South Wales. Well, usually, yeah. is. yeah, because it's natural for the majority of people going in Melbourne to have allegiance. Okay, well, what's a rugby league to, to have allegiance Melbourne? to? Not New South Wales, whoever that, it is. That as yeah. well. Plus the fact that you have Smith, Cronk, yeah. Slater, you had Inglis. Yep, the known quantities. Yep, so. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure Queensland love it, but I'm, yeah. sure, but I'm sure as much as they'd love it, and sure, it'd be great, you know, to get 90,000 into the, into the MCG or wherever they want to fucking play, you know, that's, that's fine, yep. but I'm sure that even even so, I'm pretty sure Queensland would still prefer to play at Lang Park than they would yeah, gosh down yeah. there, so. I, yeah, I, I don't think that Origin expands the game. I think it's unnecessary. You've said it before, yeah. they're, they're normally low scorers. Yeah, and it doesn't need to, it doesn't need to expand the game either, that's the thing, it's, like it, does it, does it. If you want expansion, send the nines down to Melbourne. Yeah. And you being know. if they if they're the sporting capital that they that they would like to think yep. they are, then that would be that would make perfect sense. Yeah, spot on. And would actually, I'd I'd go down there for it too, and that more temperate climate as well for the nines at that time of year as well. Yeah. So yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense. King Levis again said, "No, no more Monday night footy, and the Knights are in the top eight. <laughs> Ash, what the fuck, twenty seventeen? Ash trumps America." <laughs> and I replied to that and said, "Yeah, thanks for nothing, Obama." Uh, <laughs> What? It's only round two, but... <laughs> you know, they got rid of Obamacare. Look at all the injuries. Yeah, there you go. Correlation equals causation at science. <laughs> <laughs> at Claire Simo, Senator Tweeney said, uh, 
This explains a lot with a screenshot from the, the Fox League news. And it says, oh, where are they now? Hindy reveals all. One. I'm, I haven't looked at this whole article, so I don't know what the rest of the article is. But the first point is very relevant to this show. One, Wade McKinnon. I'm not sure what he's doing. He was into pornos at one stage. He reckons he was going to make a porno and everyone would log on and pay $1 to see it. And he reckons he was going to make millions. So I just want to say people who doubt the veracity of Saguna stories. Yes. Tell you what though, on that note. Yes. I reckon there's more money to be made from the NRL XXX parody in the vein of what they do with movies. Yeah. So... Um, you know, you'd have uh, Robbie Felcher. Okay. In in contract disputes um, with you know Jason Leher. You've thought about this and way then, too much. No, this is, <laughs> um, I see you've got the script in front of you. <laughs> you'd be busy enough the off season. You know, um, the the Broncos could could slot one in at. Uh, the Cowboys could slot one in at the last minute to defeat the Broncos. Well, then you can then you've got the subplots as well with like you know this Sam Thiday like you know the third man in situation. <laughs> yeah, it's a triple penetration. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay, nobody, nobody, nobody listened to this. We go create a production company and, and fast track production of all of these ideas. Uh, up off again. Gee, this ties in, doesn't it? I'm sure they've had good hookers and bad hookers, as have we all. He's <laughs> step, stepdad gold. Homes of sexual 69. The West Tigers are led by millennials who don't respect women and have drug problems. No wonder they can't make the eight. Sad. There is nothing in that tweet that is fake news. There's nothing in that tweet that really enhances his Gronk of the Year credentials because I find that to be a very measured and factual yeah, tweet. you going for Encyclopedia of the Year, maybe? Well, you know, rugby league brain of analyst of the year, you know, yes, that sort of thing. Stuart Marler said the question has been posed: if anyone has been a better player since leaving the Storm, closest we could come was Inglis. Thoughts? Inglis hasn't done much except grind the cartilage from his knees, and he, I mean, he got he got one ring. Mm. Let's be, and that was you know one you know one more than the Storm. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I think Inglis, as a player, his level has at Best remain constant. Plateaued, sort of, yeah. yeah. Like he's still obviously injury free. He's still a great player, yep. and he still delivers in in Origin and and Test yes. matches and things like that. Yeah. But there hasn't been. Whereas the Storm will take average journeymen, yeah, and and turn them into top five in their position. Yeah. Um. I I haven't seen even plateaus. Yeah, and I have, I've I admit I haven't given this any thought at all. But I would really, I would struggle to think that anyone has become a better player mm. since leaving the storm, right? You know, no, it's and and I, happy to I, be proven wrong. Yeah, oh, please, there's there's surely there's got to be something out there. But even like you know your your Hoffman's um, green. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very early, very early to say with Green, but I'm I'm pretty confident. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm fairly certain that he's not going to be <laughs> be anything which, like. Which begs the question: who who's apprenticing to Bellamy at the moment? Yeah, I don't know. Because it was Kearney. Yeah. And and he hasn't been able to replicate. 
No, and I mean he had some wine. He was, you know, he's, he had his wine time. He's he's yeah. been sampling from the the greatest and uh, oh, that's it. Yeah, greatest in quotes. But that that'd be like when who's the next Bellamy? That's the most important thing Craig Bellamy needs to do for the game. For the game, game in uh, in Melbourne. Yeah, for sure. So. Hmm. Yeah, I would, I would love to see the, the trajectory after that as well. I can't, I can't imagine it would be as, as, as successful. It couldn't be. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Claire Simo again. Hate the Friday 6pm game. Feels like an afterthought in negotiating process. Bad for fans and ratings. Was it the NRL's call? Bring back Monday Night Football. I really wonder how long, like contractually, would it, is it just this year or is it for the rights deal? Or is it, you know, what are they obliged to do? For this fright, because I, I do not rate it, and I mean, I set, I set my own hours. I don't have to commute for a fucking hour to go home, but still, yeah, five o'clock on Friday afternoon. Is there any sort of mutual ownership between Nine and Fox Telstra? There's not, is there? It's all completely competitive. I think so. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Don't don't put because yeah, they're divvying up games and things like that. I think it is. Yeah, don't put it past somebody like Channel Nine now that Fox has the rights to every single game. Yeah to do something like put it on in a time when the demographic as a percentage has a lower instance of Foxtel subscription yeah to then increase their advantage and claim more in ad revenue but yeah that's just spitballing yep but yeah I don't I don't rate it and I don't know anyone who does the only times I've seen tweets about rating it are, are people in situations where, where they're like trolling or they're just like trying to be the contrary and some outside up. outside person who's like not who's not of the same opinion as, as King, everyone else. King Levius, yeah, jack off last week, letting us all know that he'd finished work at twelve o'clock and was on the beers already. Yeah, I mean, fucking keep that to yourself. Yeah, don't be that guy. Yana uh, Sanders said, "I don't know why, but I really want to hear the Saguna Cook story, Cuck story. If you can't remember, just make it up. I don't remember enough of the fine details that make it truly superb." Correct. It so, would be a disjustice. An absolute miscarriage of justice in this story. It would do a massive disservice to the story for us to It wouldn't just, even be a miscarriage give, of justice. To just give the... <laughs> miscarriage implies natural. Yeah. Because oh, it would be us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it really deserves to be told in the words of the man who said yes. <laughs> the story. And he sees, he's like, oh, I've been so busy. Motherfucker, take 10 minutes out of your time, open up Facebook, send us a DM... Send me an email to hello at thisweekinleague.com, whatever. Like that little fucking white version of Spike Lee. I saw him tweeting at you about watching Game of Thrones trailers. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So that that time you spent there, that's half half his story right there. Exactly. Dictate it. Fucking tell it to Siri. I don't... Just come on, man. The people clearly... I mean... You know, give there's, people there's a, what they want, Saguna. Give them what they want. And, and also, stop wasting your fucking life and start creating some more stories. Well, for, for fuck's sake, at, there is one time in your life where people... Step outside your front door. Like, you're in demand, Saguna. Go meet some players. <laughs> Get out of the leagues club. <laughs> create some more fucking... St- <laughs> create some more memories. <laughs> it's going to come out now that, you know, he, he was the one that originally got Simona hooked. Well, yeah, then tell us about the time that he, you know... <laughs> <laughs> But he goes and talcum powder to Simona and, you know, <laughs> the downward spiral begins. Ma underscore Aaron. After injuries to stars like Greg Inglis, coaches wanting changes next year, there's talk that round one could be scrapped. 
Well, now round two, isn't it? <laughs> this season is the Ronnie Palmer Memorial fucking oh, man. season of rugby league. Life of Ty. Uh, on the ACL with Inglis, he did his, uh, needed an MRI, pop, not much pain, limited stability loss, and the swelling mask manual test for three weeks. Mm. So I... I, I which is fine, but if you're trying to say that it's okay they didn't pick it up on the ground, I'm not saying you are. I've heard other people it say that. It sounds awfully conciliatory attitude towards Excuse-y? the South Medicals. Yeah. Um, ACL's fault. All, all due respect, in Hashtag. that situation, you know, your your future work for that year probably wasn't dependent on... Running. You know, yeah. And lateral movement and so forth. So the risk-reward... At Jason NRL, so the League Live app is available in the US and will adjust the match times to whatever time zone you're in. Used it plenty. So there you go. So that was for our uh, our foreign listeners who uh, we did wonder about that last week, uh, which is fucking ha- which is handy for those guys. Because, yeah. Um, you know they're sort of watching games at you know from four in the morning and shit like that. So. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Devonhead speaking about last week. Hashtag this week in Neil deGrasse Tyson. Look. We try and to not only be entertaining, but also educational. True. I'd like you to make you think. Yes. As well as make you laugh. That's it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Sometimes I think we make people laugh and then go, well, hang on, which is the wrong order. Well, it's better than laughing after, like, you, I'm sure after there you've was dropped some, some knowledge. There were some Serena Burger people who were like, yeah, that's how they... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> Laugh, really laugh, think is bad. <laughs> That's Serena being a picture with the Asian dude. In. <laughs> um, well done, Dev. I wonder how long it took you googling pictures of smarts peoples to come up with that image. Who's that black guy that talks about space a lot? Yeah, you know, semi yeah, the space for his the, space, the legally allowed space between him and his missus, according to the AV, by the conditions of the AVO. Uh, this week in X Fact, there's Ben R forty seven underscore. And, uh, Tedesco just quite called the uh, called the X Factor on the telecast. Thanks, Ben. And we had a uh, life is a thigh day. It's like, I mean, if you don't follow this guy already, I mean, good luck guessing his name. But L Y F underscore I Z A underscore thigh day. Life, double underscore. Life is life is sniffing paint. Stay strong. <laughs> Stay double underscores. It's underscore. I didn't even write, make a note about it. You fucking hold that thought, though. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that underscore shit in a minute. Um, <laughs> on the Raw, there was an article there with uh, the headline of the NRL's electric new breed of X-Factor players. And then there's a paragraph. The number of X-Factor players at each NRL club seems to be the best determinant of success or failure. Solid just doesn't work anymore. Absolutely fucking retarded because teams that win premierships are not full of the players that are commonly referred to as X-Factors. You know? The the Sharks had Ben Barber, who, you know, that was his nickname that he gave yeah, himself. That he gave himself, we yeah. We know that. Um, however, it's pretty easy to fucking quantify what he brought to the team because it was missing in round one. Yeah. Support around forwards pushing through the line and speed from inside passes. Thank you. That's That describes some of the positive qualities Ben Barber had. Yes. It, you know, look at the Cowboys. There's no X factor in the Cowboys. There is a hard-working forward pack. Oh, this there is week. 
an excellent goal kicker. This week, trotting out in the number one, <laughs> X Factor. Ponga. <laughs> covered in X Factor. He's positively fucking ejaculating X Factor. <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. Uh, <laughs> the segment formerly known as This Week in Luke Dawn, uh, the, the boys from the Super League pod, they uh, join us this week for the first time in the year. But uh, also, they, they, they suggested that perhaps because there's such contention over what we named the segment, that perhaps given the amount of exports that we send over there, you know, of degenerate players that could, you know, possibly fall under this category, uh, maybe it could just be different every week. There you go. Each week brought to you by a uh, by a, a different player who's not good enough to play in the NRL, but is good enough to dominate the ESL. That's a very wordy title, of course, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to go with it. So without further ado, I'll uh, throw it over to the boys. Thanks, gents. Tom and Mark here from the Super League pod, recording live from the toilets at Weldon Road. We're back for a second series, albeit with a slight rebranding of this week in eminently replaceable fullbacks. Yeah, we're four rounds into the 2017 Super League, home of the World Club champion Wigan Warriors, who sit unbeaten in second place behind classy cast Tigers. Pressure is on at sloppy starters Leeds and St. Helens as fans call for heads to roll. New club league centurions are one of the sides to unexpectedly claim a win over the hapless Saints. But nothing compares to the bottom place zero from four start from Warrington Wolves, who saved their only performance of the season so far for the Brisbane Broncos. On to this week's games then, Tom. Yes, so we'll start at Warrington, Mark. Liam Marshall scored four tries for Wigan as the Super League champions piled yet more misery onto the 2016 Grand Finalists with a dominant victory over Warrington at the Halliwell Jones Stadium. Uh, Wigan raced into a 20-point lead with tries from Anthony Gelling, Liam Farrell and two from young winger Marshall. And Marshall sprinted the length of the field to complete his hat-trick not long after the break and also dived over for his fourth. Warrington have now lost their opening four games and sit bottom of Super League whilst the win was Wigan's 10th in a row in a run stretching back to the tail end of last season and their fourth straight this campaign seeing them top alongside Cass whilst the razzle dazzle Wolves remain rooted to the bottom of Super League. On Friday night, saw Hull FC host St. Helens and the host won 24-14. Two try Albert Kelly has crossed the city of Hull in the off-season and was one of the leading stars for the black and whites in this scrappy affair. Luke Douglas was one of the Saints NRL recruits for this season, but you'd think he's come straight from reserve grade the way he's gone so far. And it was a first start in Saints shirt for Titan swapman Zeb Tyre, but his high error count helped down the Saints in this one. And at the same time on Friday night, newcomers Lee Centurions notched their second Super League win of the season, hammering an off-colour Huddersfield Giants without conceding a single point, 30 points to nil. Adam Higson and Jamie Acton tries got the Centurions on the way in the first half, both of which were converted by Ben Reynolds. Harrison Hansen, Ben Reynolds and Sam Hopkins all went over after the break, whilst continuing to hold out the Giants' attack with some solid goal line work. And this defeat means that Huddersfield now conceded 78 points in losing back-to-back Super League games. The final game on Friday saw Leeds Rhinos host the Catalan Dragons and it went 46 points to 10 in favour of the home side. 
it was a show of ex-manly skill as Matt Parcell and Adam Cuthbertson were two of Leeds' leading lights in their first convincing win of the year. An injury for Catalan early season star Greg Bird hampered the French side, who had Braden Willie Army amongst their try scorers. He's lost this one, but prior to that, his jinxiness has not been such a drama for the Dragons. Okay, and to Sunday then, where Sam Williams' last gasp conversion foiled a Salford fight back and earned Wakefield Trinity back-to-back Super League wins in a thriller at Bellevue. It finished 24 points to 22 in favour of the former Wildcats. Uh, Reese Lynn and Milky Miller had tries for Wakefield, getting them 12 points to 2 up at the break. But Ben Murdoch-Masilla, Chris Wellham and Greg Johnson uh, scores turned the game around in favour of the Red Devils. George Griffin's try looked to have secured the points, but Bill Tupu crossed the line to keep Trinity in the game. Reese Lynn squeezed over to level the match and Williams stayed cool to kick the winning points for Trin. The final game of the round then saw Witness host Cass on the plastic pitch and it ended up 30 points to nil to the visiting Castle for Tigers. No dawn, no drama for the Tigers as they romped to another convincing early season victory with two outside backs fresh from NRL's Stints being showstoppers Greg Eden and Zach Hardacre again impressing against a Viking side that sadly is devoid of any inspiration. Last week, <laughs> just glad you reminded me. Apparently, I struck a nerve with the underscore business on the Twitter handles <laughs> to the extent that you changed your, your your Twitter handle away from having any underscores, and then you then you changed it back to like being full of under, like more underscores. I think I had six. <laughs> six underscores. And ultimately, your your new Twitter handle is at stepdad J with no underscores. <laughs> correct? Yes, the handle is just at stepdad J, yeah. not at step. Stepdad J with no underscore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At Stepdad J. So update your bookmarks to, <laughs> to, the, to the correct to the correct handle. And there was oh, it's a bit of fun actually. Every time it changes, people think I'll block them because they're going to tweet me. Like that. <laughs> oh my god! Well, what did I do? What did I do? You fucking block me! What did I do? And then, then it's like you know, then DM start like you know, did I do something? Like, <laughs> yeah, just just relax. Relax. Who cares if you blocked you anyway? Just Joe. Fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 really proud of the couple. There's there's a couple of people that took the, took the underscores out of their name, and I've got to be honest. Just I don't, I'm not going to pick on you. Life is a thigh day. But you're obviously. I a don't think life is a thigh day without underscores in it. I'm pretty sure with the way you've spelled it, I don't think that it was taken. I don't think it was necessary for you to create it with the underscores. Unless it is taken, and it's taken by him, and he just has terribly poor password management. <laughs> In which case, let it go. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, uh, yeah, exactly. So, you know, any, any any more people who see the light and remove the underscores from their, <laughs> from their Twitter handles, please let us know, and we'll give you a shout-out for being basically a top human being. <laughs> Next time on This Week in First World Problems. <laughs> this this week in uh, bullying people out of underscores in their Twitter handles, a.k.a. hashtag 
very, very important shit. <laughs> VV important. No, membership stuff. Okay. It's a struggling, struggling getting suggestions of what the next piece of the puzzle is. Uh, someone, uh, Craig, Craig uh, McQuillan on Twitter. Gentles, listening to last week's episode, late. And you asked for suggestions for the member pack. How about a Vuvuzela? For no additional fee, I will ram that Vuvuzela right up your jacksie. <laughs> Installation free. <laughs> Zero dollar installation for the month of March only. Yeah, look the fuck options. Look, um, honestly, if we could do, if we could do a Vuvuzela for a reasonable price, including the members pack, I would be, I would do it straight away. But I just imagine that that wouldn't be possible. Plus, you would also struggle doing anything meaningful with them, like getting them into games. This, you know, in this day and age. Yeah, what's the what? What is the uh, what's what's the I the thought rulings I read, on Vuvuzela. I thought I read days. somewhere that they were one of those things that it was just pretty. I know some grounds are easier than others, and I, I know there was a, a guy I know that always had a, a snare drum at Brookie, and, yeah. and and there were times he could get it into Suncorp and times he couldn't, depending on who was at the gate. You yeah. know? Uh And there's times when, like, he would organise through the club that you know, yeah, yeah you okay. can get it, you can bring it in, and you know, they sometimes they'd renege, and you know, the, the Suncorp would renege, whatever, yeah. but. Vuvuzelas after the, after that World Cup where they where, yeah. they where they exploded onto the scene for annoying shit became the absolute trendsetter in and number one most annoying fucking yeah, thing in the world ever. ever. I would imagine that they were, it was pretty short lived. They're on people's radars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking now of adding a um, you know maybe sixty centimeter ceramic statue of Kikau shortening Tedesco's life by approximately the same amount as a lifetime of smoking. <laughs> That's not, like yeah. just that you know commemorative collectible. <laughs> just the moment of the impact. Yeah. I'm surprised that, ben, that, that Penrith didn't make a collectible. I mean because let's face it they've, they've had as much success as you know well, less success than Cradale in recent times so you may as well <laughs> make a plaque. <laughs> <laughs> of one of those photos where like it looks like you can see the soul leaving the body <laughs> he's photoshopping in <laughs> I mean because let's face it like Tedesco's body obviously he gets driven back in the tackle so I mean you could easily just like have like a onion skin like you know frames <laughs> but yeah like so I'm, I'm going to put the we, we are, we are going to come to a decision this week you and I are going to come to a decision this week and we're going to get them started because, yes. uh, up for sale um like buy around the weekend. So the, the hoodies, the hoodies are the, the hoodies very locked, popular. Locked in. I was, I was, I was going to do it in green, but uh, had some feedback that people would prefer it in black, and I'm totally cool with that. So that's fine. Um, so what do you plan on getting us publicity on Seven Eleven security footage? Well, where's the orange or the red or whatever that color is? Seven you know, Eleven. Why Seven Eleven? Because I'm saying that these degenerates will put the hoodie on and go and rob a Seven Eleven. That's so? why they want black. So, what does it matter what color the? <laughs> what color, it doesn't matter what the color is when you rob it because they're escaping at night. And, you know, unless they're robbing Seven Elevens in the daytime. Yeah, but you can jump into bushes and camo. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the end of the day with the with the, the with the bright green with the with the canary yellow <laughs> slash Aussie <laughs> Aussie gold. Yeah, <laughs> and the green. I don't think you're really going to be hiding or you know. Anyway, 
and it's kind of a select group too. So what it actually does, if you wear one of those hoodies into Robert and Robert something like a Seven Eleven, what you've done is pretty much just named yourself as one of two hundred people who could possibly have done it. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't we don't want that. Oh, um, oh yeah. So the hoodie's in, the sticker will be in. Yeah, you always stick it in. Yep, for sure. Fucking. And so, so one, one more thing, and, we'll, and we we will think of what that is, and we'll make our decision. Uh, and I was thinking that we might even open up some other membership options this year for people who want to support the show but don't necessarily want to go so far. Yep. As uh, as kicking in, you know, fifty bucks or whatever, you know, whatever the membership's worth. So um, stay tuned for that. And I, and and I think on top of that, we might even um, for those people. We, and, and for the and for the full members, we might even throw in you know I don't know some extra stuff or something, maybe some uh, some members only some exclusive exclusive some exclusive stuff, uh, especially once we get once we get used to this time slot for recording yeah. a bit more or streamline uh, things a bit more we might be able to throw like a you know a like bonus we'll, thing we'll wear your hoodies for a couple of days before we give them to you won't wash them just like live our lives yeah in the hoodies that's it sleep in them world's most realistic cosplay when you get them. <laughs> Yeah, great idea. Like, great, great idea. Great, <laughs> tremendous. News. So this week is actually quite a slow news week, but the first thing I've got here to talk about is Taumalolo fighting the shoulder charge and copping some time off. The Cowboys are going okay at the moment. I mean, they've got a couple of wins. Mm-hmm. Can't argue with that. I mean, yeah, they've been they've been pretty close. Why though? Yeah, the way they've been like if in a season <clears throat> that has seen that Marty to power one get suspended. Yes. Why? I mean, maybe he should have fucking fought it. Yeah. And set a different precedent because he's. I don't think he should have been suspended for his. This Tamalolo one, I think, was more more suspendable than than his one. Hmm. So, with that in mind, I think it's incredibly p- poor advice, especially for a guy who. Uh, you know, I don't think he'd har- be harboring ambitions of going back to back. Dally M. No, but but it would be something that you would uh, you would aspire to achieve. I mean, you wouldn't be like a goal where you're like, yeah, I've got realistic chance. I mean, knowing how difficult it is to get to that level, especially as a forward. Yeah, yeah, uh, but why wouldn't you just take the take the yeah. early, um, minimise the disruption to yourself and your team, especially in a week where they'd already lost a premier forward, and especially if you had a week. Where you're playing, you got to fucking buy the next week too. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, hang on, who are they playing this week? Manly. Oh yeah, they got, they got to buy this week. They don't need. Like, <laughs> it's like they, they didn't need him oh, anyway. Well, you know who they got the week after? Who? Titans. Well, okay, so they got two buys, and that's why he's got to fucking roll the dice. Right, well, well, that's perfect sense now. My entire, my entire Genius. rationale and everything is completely gone. Uh, I agree with everything. I, I apologise. <laughs> my apologise to Jason, Jason yeah. for for casting aspersions on your brain capacity and thinking your thought processes. You actually did think it through a lot. And uh, good day to you, sir. And <laughs> no, I, I agree completely. I, I think it was a enjoy your suspension in good health. A, a strategic error on, on yeah. part of the uh, Cowboys. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine though, if you want to go back to back Daly M, 
Maybe that's maybe he did, and he's like, I need to beat this shit because fuck it, I'll get sixteen Dally M points against Manly. <laughs> the fact that they got no forwards at the moment due to suspension and injury means that three yeah. points will not adequately describe the four hundred eighty-five meters I'm going to gain. We, we say we say it a lot, and I would like to see some consistency in the the judiciary. There are definitely things that are shoulder charges. Yeah, and looking at that Tomalolo one. I can pick two reasons under the current laws why it shouldn't be a shoulder charge. Which uh, are? That, that could be argued. There was separation between his arm and his body. He didn't um, tuckety-tuck-tuck. And if you look at the direction of his body facing the player, he didn't turn the body. He has attempted to, to hit with his shoulder and his arm is coming up to make a tackle. Yep. And the force of the impact has put the player horizontal before you're saying you're saying he, he was he was so so amazing at, at hitting him with power that, that he actually knocked him over before he could complete yeah well I guess don't make the point of contact the first point of contact the shoulder make it a simultaneous point of contact you know what I'm saying no no but, but what that would mean is he would have had to have already had his arm up which would have put him at risk of pectoral injuries dislocated wrists or shoulders look that's not the NRL's problem mate Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I silly move to fight it. Yeah, yeah. Just given the context of this season and and the fact that there's already been people suspended for shoulder charges, and you could use those ones as, as examples, or you would know that the judiciary go look back to those ones and go, okay, here's our precedent that we've set for this that's year. It. But importantly, you yeah. have no precedent of someone being let off. Yes, that's the other very very important thing that that I think they misjudged. Yep. Um, yeah, you mentioned this thing about uh, about JT saying that Simona cost them finals berth. Yeah, paraphrasing. That was the headline in the article I saw as well. And the actual con- Yeah, the, the 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 content of the article was quite different though. It was more like Jason Tarr saying, "Look, I've talked to him. I noticed that he was yeah things weren't right, but he assured me everything was." And talking to him about his life outside football, and he said it was all good. And their and their perspective, the West Tigers, that is as, as an organisation, their perspective was that we have all these checks and balances in place. However, the player has some responsibility as well to approach them with a certain degree of honesty. Yes, <laughs> and he's completely concealed all that and not done that. So I guess the, I think that their processes might be flawed in the sense that they should be able to detect. You know, if they've already if they've already pinpointed that he's, on his performances and his training that something's not right, mm-hmm. then him just saying that it's all good, probably not going far enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't take that at face value. There should be a yeah. But what do they what they do? I don't know. But there's two points of view on this one I've seen, and and I honestly can appreciate sides of both of them. There there is exactly that point of view that the club should have been switched on enough to yeah do that. There's that other point of view that, well, how far do they need to go? At some yeah. stage... These are grown fucking men. Exactly. You know, you can... Treated like, like children, yes. However, they shouldn't yeah. have to be. And and that the difference in their lifestyle is should be covered by those. We have these extra things, yep. you know? Um, where I am disappointed in this whole Simona saga, mm-hmm. A, in Simona himself, because at the end of the day, the buck stops with him. Yep. Is with his manager. Yeah. Or, you know, even before the manager, who I'm more disappointed with, the players that he... I mean, I don't I don't believe that he was a loner. 
No. So if he's hitting up the Yayo and fucking gambling like a well, gambling like a fucking degenerate like yeah. he was, surely teammates knew you know he confided in them or they knew what was going on yep. or something. And I'm not saying they'd be stitch- snitches or anything, but no, not at all. When it comes to like the well-being of somebody, yeah. Oh yeah. Look, I know people that have had substance problems and hit it very, very, very well. Yeah, but I mean, does he? He's, is he going out after games with these guys? I mean. Yeah. You, you tell me you, uh, there's not an NRL player going around that doesn't know what fucking do well, the how old, looks like how old was um, what's his name um, Lovett was he know. of a similar age to Simona you wonder if they knocked about together or well he was at the Tigers yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that you know correlation equals causality but we've proven we've proven that is the case though so and there may be no truth to Simona saying he was introduced to the drug at a man, uh, Mad Monday Boat cruise. Yep. Which again has nothing to do with the club. But if it's the case, then the, then the players, there are friends and players around. That's it. And maybe they don't want to incriminate themselves because they also like the AO. But. That's it. But the manager, the thing that got me was the manager had Simona yeah. on a drip feed of money. Yep. So his manager had it set up that he would be paid a wage. Yep. That the manager would get the contract earnings. Mm-hmm. And Simona would be paid a wage, and Simona was forever coming to him to ask for advances or money. more or whatever. Yep. He went to the Tigers to ask them for advances. Yep. Now, there's one side of the argument that says he is a grown man, and what he does with his money is his own business. Yeah. There is the other side that the club can say we have a contract with you to, for performance, and if we believe that you have financial troubles, we reserve the right to audit your personal financial situation. Yeah. The other thing is that, that will, if that's I didn't know about that, and if that's the case, then the manager exactly knows is the problem exactly, and has actually done a pretty responsible thing in terms of not just giving him all the money to, no. to, to, to would have been blown instantly. The manager cancelled that process oh, okay. because it was apparently too much of a hassle. Simona was always going There's through nagging, money. Nagging, okay, yeah, and and that to me stinks of fuck. There's a problem here. Too hard. Um, if I come out, there is the chance that he will be deregistered, something, which I lose my and percent. That, exactly, yeah. that costs me. Yeah. And what's it done now? At the end of the day, though, the amount of money you'd get as a percentage—I mean, surely there's there's a point where he's like that much of a hassle as well, where he's probably not worth the. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Not worth definitely. the aggravation. But, but. Yeah, I, I think the person being left out of this discussion is the manager. Yep. Um, who should be managing him? Yeah, and you wonder if there's any, what sort of dialogue there was between the club and the manager. You've got to wonder what sort of agreements there are in place. Is the manager a financial manager? You know, does he say yeah. that in his relationship with him that he will look after his financial interests? Yeah. So, Probably not, too. To uh, me, that sounds like actually a good thing that the manager was trying to do for him. It does, yeah. until the stage where, well, he's always coming to me for money. He's always coming to me for money. There's no fucking money left. Yeah. I really should be proactive here and say he's going to tell you there's no problems, but there is a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with your boy, JT? That's it. So, we talk um, about your boy. He keeps hitting me up for three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that article on. The, on did the you see all the stuff? Pretty... Did you see the Facebook stuff of his his uh, yep. misses? God damn. <laughs> yep. 2016-17, the season of fucking. Of the strange, the estranged women absolutely eviscerating yeah. players yeah. in social media. That's it. And long overdue, 
Man, imagine if social media was huge like back since like the 80s. The shit that we would have seen. I uh, dare say the, comp- the composition of the Immortals would be somewhat different to what it is today. Not to mention just like the composition of general players that are widely esteemed yes. to be sort of as, you know, bastions yes. of, the <laughs> of virtue in the game. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there, there was an interesting article I read. It was I forget who wrote it. But it was around the Bryce Cartwright saga, mm-hmm. and the the crux of the article was, I'm a journalist first, and a rugby league fan second. Okay. Um, and my my journalism is to do with rugby league. So is this story I'm going to write about rugby league, or you know, does it, you know, affect or, yeah. or matter? He didn't think the Cartwright story did. Yeah. Um. My my thing around this is I don't know why there was I don't know why because fucking hack journalists need clickbait and need scandal. I don't know why there was the opportunity for him to give his side of the story, especially when he's trying to deflect all responsibility. Yeah. And basically come out and say I know it looks bad, but I guarantee you I always gave a hundred percent on the field. My teammates know I gave a hundred percent on the field. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You cannot bet for try scorers against your team that you are marking exchange text messages with your girlfriend that says, I'll be marking him, LOL. Yeah. And then try and tell us that you were giving 100% on the field. Yeah. Especially if you had a gambling and money problem. Yeah, exactly. Own your shit. Yeah. So. He's done, I mean, like, obviously, dude had, had problems that needed, that needed treatment. Yep. But... He still is absolutely fucking degenerate. The shit he did, and there's not a single degenerate mm. on earth that doesn't have some fucking story about how exactly. their pro- how their problem started. Yep, and they I'm don't also- start in a vacuum, you know. Yeah. So, man, yep, it's an incredibly disappointing situation. Now, uh, uh, lastly, the the bears. Uh, um, well, a story came out yesterday, day before maybe, about the bears eyeing off the titans, and you know they're putting together a seven million dollar bid to to take over the titans and this is just such a such a, a fucking a, this is the epitome of slow news day story there's no fucking way in hell unless the bears fully commit to relocating solely to the gold coast and becoming the gold coast bears and not north sydney anything not trying to play any games like you know two to four games a season out of north sydney oval in the NRL's p- opinion, there's already too many teams in Sydney. Yes. They do will not support anything that puts more games in Sydney. Yes. They will not fucking do it. Or the Central Coast, really. I mean, if the Bears want to do that. But, I mean, the Central Coast don't want them. No. They had their fucking chance. Yep. And they don't want them. The Gold Coast... <laughs> Gold Coast I mean, the Gold Coast fans... Well, you know, for starters, who? Or what? What fans? But... <laughs> it's just... Mm. Such a nothing story. And they must have... They just dusted off now and then... When they fucking, when they feel like they, it's a slow news week, which it was, and let's uh, let's bring that chestnut. And my god, that headline ran everywhere. It was radio. It was everything. Yeah. Hey, it's not enough money. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe that. Maybe that's the price. I mean, that's it's pretty cheap. Don't get me wrong, it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, I mean, the Titans aren't valuable. Either. Correct. But you got to remember, they don't have. They don't. They don't get crowds. If you go and buy a house, yes, and you then don't have enough money to pay for your rates and power and water, shit doesn't end well. Correct. 
apply that analogy to the Bears buying the Titans. They buy them. Yeah. They got to run them. Yeah. You know, and there would be a name change. Mm-hmm. There's also there the Burley be- Bears in the in the interest as well. So I mean, what fucking happens there? Because you remember, I mean, Redcliffe. Dol- remember they were going to be Gold Coast Dolphins was at one stage. That's right. Yeah. And Redcliffe and Redcliffe, Redcliffe kicked up. Yeah, and, and Redcliffe prevented them from doing that. So it's it's just something. It's a great headline and it's great yeah. to talk about. But in the real world, I, I would estimate there's somewhere between zero and zero percent chance of this happening. Yeah. And I'd be very fucking surprised if uh, I don't even think that. I mean, the NRL one day would would probably want to sell them and you know hmm. acquire some sort of private ownership or something somewhere for the club that's not them. But I don't think they're looking to divest themselves of the Gold Coast like urgently like no. there's going to be a sale either. No. And that's the thing. The, the Gold Coast is going to take a long time because, you know, everyone always says it, people that live on the Gold Coast come yep. from somewhere else. Yes. And they bring their allegiances with them. Correct. So it is only, you know, true fans of the game. Everyone on the Gold Coast comes from New Zealand. Uh, and they be- <laughs> Um, but it, it's going to be like, you know, those those people's kids who, if they continue to follow rugby league and if the local club is who they pick, yep. you know, it, it's going to be those kids who go to the fan day and get the the hat. Yes. As a Gold Coast Titans member, I yes. laugh at the North Sydney Bears bid. You don't, you don't feel like... Um you don't feel threatened at all that you're about to become a member of the of the North Sydney Bears, <laughs> the the far North Sydney Bears. <laughs> no. Let me tell you the worst thing about being a member of any club that is that you loathe, <laughs> like you are at the moment. I don't loathe the Titans. Is the, I'm neutral on the Titans. You're gonna get emails from them forever, even after this year. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Let me tell you, I'm still getting. I'm, I'm, I'm. Every year, the West Tigers still beg me to renew. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that was like years ago. That was like 2011 or yeah. something. 2012, maybe. I don't I'm, know. I'm confident I won't. <laughs> well, no, you just immediately click the unsubscribe button. No, I, I used a burner. Oh, did you? <laughs> so the emails will come. Yeah, that'll end up in some vortex. Yeah, in the <laughs> <laughs> um, Stuart Marler tweeted us and said, "When we ask." What do you have to do to get a life ban? It could be well more than eight hundred dollars in bets. Yeah. And f- furthermore, it takes me to this article in a sport that's not rugby league, a soccer, of course, which uh, my youngster has just has just started playing. And you and, just bought a dog. And let me tell you, mm. what does that mean? Well, read the article. Well, yeah. Grooming. Okay, time to fucking clear the, clear the decks. <laughs> So, the headline is Killer Goalie Bruno Fernandes de Souza signs a new soccer deal with Boa Esporte in Brazil. This guy, Bruno, he's one of the Brazilians that's known by his, his uh, Christian name. So, Bruno has, has agreed to a two-year deal with second-tier club Boa Esporte. Uh, they announced on Monday, a month after he was released from jail for ordering the torture and murder of his ex-girlfriend, who was also the mother of his child. And uh, this guy was released from prison last month, 15 years before his sentence was up, uh, while the lawyers appealed the case. He was sentenced to 22 years in prison in 2013 after confessing to his role in the 2010 murder of his, uh, of his girlfriend. And um, she was pregnant with his kid, 
sought financial support from him. So he basically conspired to have her kidnapped and held in a shed while she was tortured and strangled to death. Then they disposed of her body by feeding her to his dogs. That's pretty much as <laughs> fucking barbaric as it comes, right? Like it doesn't really Oof. get it doesn't really get worse than that. And so I think so thank you, Blake Ferguson, for tweeting that to us. Um, yeah, you totally get let off the hook now. Like, that's <laughs> it. Could you imagine? Yeah. Although, you know, look, just, you, you got to appreciate how different day-to-day life is in other cultures. Here, Clearly. Here, there are services where if somebody, you know, pisses you off, you can go down to the local post office and mail them a bag of dicks. Look, they, they ship to Brazil, though. But why are you paying international shipping when there are hitmen that you can just When go you can down? feed them to your dogs. It, yeah, no, that's absolutely fucked. Yeah, that and, is, like, just, that is one of the worst fucking... Yeah. And just, okay, so NRL, yeah, okay, I guess we're not the worst. No, we're definitely not the worst. <laughs> For letting fucking degenerate offenders back into the organisation. No, we're not, but it doesn't mean we should. Correct. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. You can grab it in the App Store or Google Play. Just search for Sportsmate to download League Live today. And don't forget, they've set up their Twitter account at Live. So make sure you give that a follow, and they'll be tweeting stuff during games as well, and, and also outside of games through the course of the season, and tweeting us as well, and... Um, Yes, and they do, they do get in there and get back to people. Yes. Well, I mean, that was a precinct set last year, obviously, through the Sportsmate, yeah. uh, the master account. Yes. And I, I guess that the social media guy at Sportsmate was probably like, look, I'm not, I'm not equipped to deal with so much bants. <laughs> i got all these, we've got a whole suite of apps. <laughs> I'm not equipped to deal with all this. I'm, my time's being monopolized by the rugby oh, league bants. You know what? I'd, I'd put out there... That no one bants like league fans bants. Yeah, I don't know. This year, I do see it a, a little bit coming across the timeline. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm only involved in the league side of things really, and the and the mixed martial arts probably. But um, they soccer, the soccer don't mind. They don't mind the bants, don't they? No, they don't. I have to start. I have to start. You know, getting involved in soccer now. So how, I need how, a team. Do they, how do they bants at a fucking nil all draw? Oh, they, I mean, they, they, they do. We they did more passes than you. We oh, no, because in. generally in the, in the case of a, of a nil or draw, there's usually one team that was supposed to lose that game. And so that's a win for them. Wow. Splitting the points, you know what I mean? Not losing as a result. Fuck, that's almost as bad as AFL giving a And it's a game. result that is, that is banterable and actually sledging the other team because they should have won. They should have beat you, but you didn't. That's almost as bad as AFL giving you a consolation point for getting close for to the objective of the sport. Yeah. Yeah. No. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> um, but definitely, get get on to Rugby League Live. I was absolutely stunned this week. I haven't used the NRL app for a long time. Yeah. Um, I use the video tab, basically, to watch the games. That's it. Mm. But 
my um, what was it? Internet was down. Mm-hmm. I jumped onto League Live. Nothing loaded. So I thought, oh, it's okay. The app must be you know, middle of an update or whatever. Jumped yep. onto the Rugby League one. Uh, try and look at some stats. And the level of depth you get on the official NRL app is fucking... It's a puddle. It, it's horrid. It's a puddle. It's a pain in the ass to navigate. And I would be saying this even if Sportsmate wasn't yeah. involved with the show. Yep. But the way you can go through the stats, the level of detail you get on what happened in the game and where it happened is absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So, um, get on there. Great for news, but also amazing for the good stats. And fuck the NRL app while we're on that. Yeah. Don't don't just we just we're not a, we're not in the business of just elevating one. We'll we will fucking put the th- foot on the throat <laughs> where required and fuck the NRL app. <laughs> exactly. Blue wiggle. Get on it. Yep. Make it history. Make it dust. Fucking, that's what the make history thing should be. Make I want to just change it to the WRL and it's like the Wiggles Rugby League. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm... Yeah. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. Make it happen, Anthony. That'd be phenomenal. The only problem is he'd fucking... <laughs> he'd gronk it up and fucking... It'd basically be, by default, the West Tigers of the Premiers every year. <laughs> so, look, we'd have to overcome that inherent bias... <laughs> However... Look, the man's good. He cannot stop forces of nature. Yeah, well, I mean, he, and he'd have a lot of explaining to do awarding a trophy to the team that came ninth. Newton's final law is that a team named the West Tigers must at some stage decline. Correct. Like, if you fuck around with physics, you've got better things to be doing than fixing NRL streaming services. Yeah, and I mean, that, that law that law has proven to be true over the course of seasons, over the course of eras, and just over the course of even, like, any given period. You Like, for example, round one to round two. Yes. It's just one of those things. Yes. It's like gravity. It's just there. Spot on. Now, let's talk about the games. Uh, the Roosters on Thursday night defeated the uh, Doggies 28-24 at Allianz. And uh, the tries to the Roosters came to Boyd Cordner, a double to Tupo. Blake Ferguson, Mitchell Oberson also with tries. Gordon, three or five conversions and a penalty. The Doggies tries to uh, Carrot Holland, a double to J-Moz. B-Moz with a try as well. Adam Elliott and uh, Mbai, two of five conversions. Yeah, Doggies seemed a little bit more focused this week, which is good. You know, mm-hmm. it's only around two. And, yep. and being the size that they are, it probably takes them a little bit while to, a little bit longer to get into their groove. Yep. Um, the, the Roosters, I'm still seeing people chirp on about the Roosters being, you know, top four, top four quality. And I, I don't see it. You know, it, it's yeah. mem- memories of that premiership winning Roosters side. But I, the, the majority of what got them there is no longer around. And I don't think that was more apparent than in this game. If you look at their halves, Kiri and Pierce, Kiri was sensational for them. Yeah, he's fucking great. He was everywhere on the park. He's not big, but he runs with such intent that he's still putting people in two minds in the defensive line. And Mitchell Pierce had a a game, and it, it didn't, hit me until after the last one of these. And so I went back and watched, yep. and I picked it. So Kiri decides to run the ball, mm-hmm. steps through the line, first tries yep. on after a little pass. Then Latrell Mitchell 
strips a ball out. Yep. Now, after all of these, Pierce has tried to do exactly the same thing and fucked up every single time. There was another one where he went and stripped Mbop. Yep. But whereas Latrell Mitchell picks up the ball and runs off with it, Pierce gives away a penalty. It it seems that Pierce isn't. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I I don't think that he is the one to get them to top four. At the end of the day, though, he's been he's he has been there and done it before. He's been he's been excellent at NRL level. Yeah. It's only round two. It is only. He's got two. a he's got a partner at the moment who's dominant, and you don't need both guys to be. And that's exactly what I'm saying. I think if the Roosters are going to get there come end of year, Pierce needs to step back. And just like, you know, you've spoken about it yep. before, have him control the game with his boot yep. and don't try and do too much more than that yep. unless it's right in front of him. Because at the moment, I mean, you can't argue with the results. I mean, they're doing... I mean, it's I'm still too early to determine, you know, too much about... to definitively say what teams are about for this year yeah you know be, I guess there, there are ones that are trends I mean obviously the Cowboys are going to Cowboy you, you know, yeah that's but it. You know, pending injuries and so forth but the Roosters for teams like the Roosters who had a terrible year last year and you know have a pretty much the same lineup, but obviously Sands disruptions that you know that hijack the first half of their season yep you know I, you, I, I expect them to be to get better at the moment a two from two sure they're not you know they're not firing on all cylinders yet, but I'm I'm just well. There's two. I don't think you could be happy. I don't think you you know you could be as a Roosters fan. I don't think you could be unhappy God. so far with the trajectory. No, God, no. You would you wouldn't be. It's probably too early. To, it's probably too early to project. Like you know, the, but just with second pieces. half fades. Yeah, yeah. Against two teams, that who, would be the one rowing thing. Who aren't performing yep. amazingly? Yep. Um, I think there's there's still more work to be done. Maybe next year they're going to be in that caliber. Well, we'll see at the end of the year. Yeah, and I struggle to read too much into the dogs' improvement either, given the fact that it was the Roosters and and a lot of small yes. sample size of two games. You know, the second half thing is a mm. yeah, is a concern. Mm. Uh, Timmy McIntyre, I'm Tim McIntyre underscore. Actually, fucking, I almost forgot. While I'm talking about Timmy, he started up a podcast, and uh, I can't believe I fucking almost forgot about it. But he started up a podcast. Um, the Twitter handle for it is at Comics Footy, and uh, he's calling it uh, Comics in a Pub Talking Footy, which is basically like a you know a nod to he says parody, but it's more like a nod to I think uh, Seinfeld's comedians in cars you know, getting coffee, and so it's basically him and another guy uh, who's also a stand-up comedian, and basically talking about footy and um, it's up on SoundCloud. Go to at Comics Footy and you'll, you'll find all the links you need for it and everything there. But uh, look, I'm always happy to support podcasts for um, Twill Nation members. So you go, Timmy. But he tweeted us and said, the Roosters vs. Bulldogs game was bad, like Chapo kissing his sister bad. There's a lot to unpack there. There is. I've... Obviously, that means it's not bad for everyone involved. Some people had a good time. And you know, I guess maybe that tweet is fairly apt then. You know? GT351 underscore Johns. Loving having him back on the tweet. Like, he, he really does hibernate for yeah. the entire off-season. You don't see shit out of him. Yeah. Rugby league season rolls back around, 
Hello. And here comes John, out of the cave, <laughs> fucking roaring with hunger, and just the desire to talk about peptides and the Cronulla Sharks until the cows come home. But this is, I mean, he's a doggies fan, obviously. We played crap for 50, 50 minutes and still had five tries apiece with the comp favourites. Imagine if we had a good spine, we'd be undefeated. Mm. There's a lot to unpack there, too. I mean, I don't think they're the competition favourites. Um. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. you have an origin half yep you have a Mormon fullback Although he, got, played, he played Origin before he he played Origin back in the in the heydays in the, in the manly day, in, yeah. didn't he did he play did he one get, game after he came back I, I want to say yes but I feel, I feel like he did fuck I he wish got I thrown had, in there just for I wish I had a magic hat or something to look in that could tell me that yeah <laughs> fuck anyway <laughs> poor fuckers out for a, yeah. uh, a little while too yeah Australia. Solid effort from the dogs considering they ended uh, ended with uh, forward, forwards, the world's shittiest halves, Mr. Potato Head times two and Branko Lee. <laughs> that poor cunt. <laughs> Branko fucking Lee. <laughs> the Melbourne Storm 26 to feed the Warriors 10 at Mount Smart in front of a crowd of just under 10,000. Uh, the Storm 26 came from tries to K. Bromwich, Chase Blair, Goonagoo, Cooper Cronk, Smith, 4 4 conversions, and uh, penalty goal. Perfect with the boot. Uh, Lolo Haya and uh, Sean Johnson were the tries for Warriors, and Sean Johnson won two conversions. Did they fix up um, Blair's name this week, or is he still Cheese Blair? I have him listed as Chase this year, so yes, they have. Uh... That was unfortunate. Hilarious. Um, just go at Cheese Blair. I'm cheese. Yeah. The second week in the other storm have had some pretty shoddy weather. Um, and, and probably show that they are among the best sides that you'll see in that sort of condition. Yeah, and they just, they, because they've just, they keep it simple. Yep. They've got this baseline of quality. Yep. And structure. Yep. And, you know, from there everything comes, but I mean, if nothing's coming, worst case scenario, they can, they can drag a game down into a fucking arm wrestle. Yes. And prevail because, I mean, you know, that's, that's their default setting. They're happy to do it. But it, it's also good on-field game management yep and a team who knows who is in charge I forget who it was that threw an offload in the middle of a deluge and the fucking serve he got from Gronk <laughs> yeah. yeah. like he, he will not throw another offload for the rest of his career they play a game they'll play a game in it's, fucking like yeah drought conditions that's it. And, like, nah. and that's and that's not that he's saying, stick to the game plan. I don't want you to take runs and do all these things that might advantage us. It is just, no, right now I am saying to you, we're one out, we're hit up, we kick. Yep. Um, and, and even when the Warriors hit back. Don't be a fucking cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> even when the, um, the Warriors hit back a couple of times and, and took the lead, there's, there's never a sense of panic in the storm. Yeah. So, right. and, and, you know, you, you mix that with some unfortunate injuries. Uh, Lola here doing the Wiley Coyote run yeah. past the, the ball <laughs> when it was in, the, in goal. Um, yeah, you know, the, the Storm were always going to be comfortable with with a 10-point lead. That's and right. And they were just going to defend their way out of that game, throw another a try in there in, in trash time. And, and the Warriors' entire you know, comeback mechanism is, is the same as their entire any-time of the game mechanism, yeah. which is predicated on offloads and shit that just doesn't really come off in the in that kind of weather yeah exactly so uh, once once the storm got to a, a reasonable advantage it was uh it was pretty much a foregone conclusion i thought yeah. i mean very very difficult for the warriors to pull them back in saying that the warriors are 
performing better than than I would have expected at this time of the year. So they're they're, they're that, the Warriors in that, that pre Origin weekend. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, you know, a, a couple of games where they've they've come in there and they like they held. They were yep. competitive against the Storm for yep. long periods of the game. Yep. The weather wasn't suitable to them, so they had a disadvantage there. But the floodgates didn't open. Yep. So um, plenty to build on there for. Still a comprehensive win to the summer. Yep. Ben R forty seven underscore. Uh, the best part of that game was Cam Smith getting penalised twice in a row. Yeah, keeping you know, take a picture of that one. Doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at Lewis Brown Twin, who I believe is a renamed Luke Burgess Twin. Uh, the Warriors haven't been the same since releasing Lewis Brown. Oh, they haven't. Yeah, been better. At Tall Hayden, uh, the Warriors missing Ashford. Blakey. Blakey, he's still he's still employed. The North Queensland Cowboys twenty one defeat the Brisbane Broncos twenty. Suncorp Stadium Friday night in the good time slot. Forty seven thousand seven hundred and three is the listed crowd and uh another epic, the Cowboys twenty one tries to Cohen Hess, Michael Morgan, Jake Granville, uh Thurston three of three conversions and a penalty goal as well as the crucial field goal to win the game. The Broncos tries the Roberts, Kahu and Fluffy and the conversions at Milford one of two. But also three penalties, and uh, really those conversions were the, were the difference in the end for the Broncos. Correct. But there was a try there that they should never have. Yeah. Never been given as well. But once again, we have a situation where we have a, a good contest, not the necessarily the greatest game, but a good contest for 60 minutes, and then things start to tighten up, and all of a sudden, the promise of tied scores on full time <laughs> starts to emerge and get delivered and then we're into we're into golden point again this time though the broncos in that period before the end of the game before the end of the 80 minutes they they had their fucking chances yep. to they are atrocious at setting up and executing field goals mm. well no they're not atrocious at necessarily setting them up I mean their setup did let them down at times but they're once again they did the rumble downfield thing yes. keeping it in the centre of the field and getting really fucking close like you know circa 20 metres from the post yeah. giving Milford everything that you could possibly desire in a guy with the responsibility of kicking the winning field mm-hmm. goal and yet you know, then we first, at first we had you know we had um, Assessi or whatever trying to milk the penalty, yeah, and, uh, and and costed him a really good chance at the end of the game. Yes. Then we had Milford just fucking it point blank. I I have noticed that whereas referees tend to put their whistles away for yep. some things, they tolerate milking even less. Yeah, in, yeah, in that. Yep. That um, golden point on or, or thereabouts. And Thurston, what about though the first the time it was in regulation that first one that Thurston had, and he's fucking drilled it. And I've never seen anything like it where he's drilled it and it's going straight down the center and then gets ten meters out from the post and just takes his wicked fucking slice. You never seen that? Not that dr- not that dramatic. Man. Like you see it happen all the time, but I mean usually it's like if it's not off the boot, it's kind of. No, I'm, I'm early saying on. I'm saying we got to go play golf sometime. Oh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll show you that fucking eighteen times in a row. Right? Mate, <laughs> fucking golf. When I, was, when I started playing golf, I started off and got some lessons. I think it was for a birthday present or something. Had like a block of lessons with a pro. And you know, you sort of when you when you're learning, you know, they they usually you know with like a five iron because it's like it's a good sort of middle you know middle sort of thing here for difficulty and distance and you yep. know something. And I was just I was I was cracking from the fucking first day. I was cracking it, 150 meters with a five with a five iron, 
a slight bit of draw on the end, which is kind of like desirable. It was just, it was magnificent. I tell you, the more I learned, the worse it, yeah. <laughs> the worse it got. And now there's just like, there's one day where I'll, I'll crack the woods. But there's one day where I'll just fucking keep him tucked away because I can't hit him, and I'll just yeah. uh, I'll, I'll hit a three iron off the fucking tee. <laughs> the best best thing I've and the the only way I enjoy golf. Yeah. Um, I played this. It was a, a concept given to me by my uncle. Yep. Um, and I've played it because I am a horrible fucking golfer. Yep. I am a horrible. I I am to golf what Tiger Woods is to relationships. Yeah. So, um, you take your spirit of choice with you. Mm-hmm. And you can take one stroke off your score by having a shot. So you're in hospital <laughs> to finish the day six under. No, the thing is, I accept that I'm a shitty golfer. Yeah. But anyone I play with who's a really great golfer gets really dirty with themselves if they miss an easy putt and they'll yeah. take their, their shot. Yeah. So by the eighth hole... Oh, you're stone cold sober then. You're like, you'll, you'll take the fucking shot. Yeah, but look, no, I'm not stone cold sober. Yeah. But the, after eight shots... Everyone is the same skill level at golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Um, yeah, so the, the big stat in this one that I think shows how different these two sides are mm-hmm. these days um, is their offloads. Yeah. You know, the the Cowboys had three offloads all game. That That's the sort of style of football they play. They're going to hurt you up the middle, they're going to yeah. roll up, and then... They their have, forwards aren't looking to offload. They're looking to rumble it. forward and get up and play the ball. Correct. Broncos had 14 offloads. Yep. The Cowboys probably put themselves in that golden point position more more than than people realise. Um, you know, they, they missed 47 tackles yeah. in that game. And yes, the game includes extra time, so take take that into account. There's some more time for those missed tackles. But still, um, a fucking, that's a large, large chunk. It is. And they also gave away seven penalties. Three of those were in... Penalty in goal range. Yeah. And so when you have a team like the Broncos who aren't converting as well, Kahu was busted. Yep. So he's not kicking. That can be the difference in, in winning those games. And I yep. think if they're a little bit more disciplined in terms of penalties, then uh, we wouldn't have had the the golden point excitement. But And then there was that, the, the blatant forward pass. Touchy was there. Like... He, he, yeah, he, look, he was there. He was there enough. There's no excuse. I'm going to put a different spin on this, just to put it out there. <sighs> All right. Who was who was running the ball? Who made the pass? James Roberts. Yeah. Right? Who is touted as one of the fastest players in the NRL over any distance? Yeah. Is that fucking touchy? One of the fastest players in the NRL over any distance? So he's trying to assess if that ball went forward from well behind the play. Sure, he can see if a boot hits a white line. Yeah. But these guys are so much faster than that this touch is, judge. Yeah, but this is this is that's not not just that's like pretty much everybody though. Well, not everybody, but that's like it, it's a large percentage of the the playing group yes. in the NRL. And that, that's what I'm saying. That that they're so the problem is it was so blatant. It wasn't line ball. Exactly. This was like fucking good couple meters. So my thing is here, and in this, and it was in this game as well. A referee made a comment to a Cowboys player. I've made a call, and we're getting on with it. Yeah. And he'd made an absolute butcher of a call. Yeah. It was wrong. Yeah. This fucking bunker technology, use it. 
Yep. There's this thing that the bunker can't rule on forward passes. Yeah, and I'll be like, there is a point there where you're not. F- Physics has nothing to do. There's exactly. a point where it's just blatantly forward. Exactly. And like, sure, there is, there would believe me if they did it, there would be some sort of controversy mm-hmm. about when they did it, or when they interjected, or when they didn't interject. I, know, I, yep. I get that, and I get that. That's why they don't why they don't do it. Uh, but surely, I mean, there are cases where it is just. Yep. It's not. We're not talking about your fucking idiots on Twitter. Correct. That are like, oh, forward. That was forward. Yeah. We're not no, talking we're, about. Every path Cameron Smith makes out of dummy half. Yeah, although it could be. But, <laughs> but there's ones like that that are just yep, especially heinous. Yeah, just the technology's there. Fucking use it. Yeah, yeah, and and and, we, and everyone's born with the technology. It's called fucking eyes. It's obvious. Yeah, especially when yeah the touch yeah. judge. Can't judge. It is impossible for them to. No, that's the. Judge I mean, what, what what I what I was driving at before is that, you know, everyone except for the forwards, and in some cases, some of the forwards are still are still faster than these fucking yes. these touch judges. Exactly. So therefore, their their ability to adjudicate them has to take that has to take that into account. Exactly. They so, they ha- they ha- they, ha- they should be able to make the calls um, despite not being line ball dead level. With and them. the NRL is going to do it and needs to do it because of all the attention they've given on concussions and things like that. And yep. let, let's be real talk for a second. It's purely to stop themselves getting sued. Yeah, they can, yeah. they can say it's about player welfare all they like. It, it's it's, it's benefit. Well, I mean, surely they don't want... I'm not saying they want brain damage to get hurt, puppets. But that's not the way they did it. Bra- <laughs> yeah. um, to, eventually, someone will sue the NRL because of a bet or because of something based on a, a blatant yep. call like that. And it'll fucking cost them in sponsorship or dollars or whatever but fucking use the technology yeah I wonder if someone would sue them if something like that can you imagine when you I mean it happened before you'd, you'd, yeah I there was one case I think it was a Dragons fan and I think that was one that got hushed up though right I think it was an English try yeah th- yeah and it, it disappeared very quickly yeah I'm making note to look that up because I yeah yeah I've never heard anything about that. Um, not saying it didn't happen, I mean, but fuck it, I mean, you think it would happen a lot if that were the case, if it got through once? Yeah. Yeah, because there have been situations where, like, worse than that Broncos forward pass one. Like, oh, like yeah. There have been situations, like, don't worry, there's this Manly versus Para game, like, years ago, when Hayne was still with him, and he's pretty much had the ball hiked to him <laughs> and threw it forward <laughs> 20 metres. <laughs> it was just unbelievably forward. Yeah. Like, like, like conservatively, it would have been like eight metres forward, I reckon. Ouch. It was like one of those like breaks where and he's done a massive spiral, you know, from left to right or whatever. And it's just, you can just see there's just nothing contentious about it. And that was like an end of the game situation too. So you would think that, you know, like lawsuit, you know, in terms of people yeah. suing, like if you had that in a, you know, for a payout. Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, Landrigan Matt said, uh, Matt Landrigan Matt, Golden Point wasted when an entire stadium is just happy a Queensland team won. Shit fans. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing about Broncos Cowboys games. No one leaves early. That's true. Their team's in it yeah. all the way. They're <laughs> 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 not quite sure who that team is at that point, but, uh, you know, TBA, but yeah, it's at its mutsy. I was certain we weren't going to end up in another Golden Point game, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty one. Mr. Underscore Wars. Every fucking time. I hate it when these two teams play. It's not enjoyable. It's a fucking nightmare. And I find it incredibly enjoyable. Like, I support my teams 
at the exclusion of all others. This second team stuff that people have and all that yep. soft spot stuff, it's fucking bullshit and I yep. hate it. However, in saying that, I don't think, apart from my teams winning in their chosen sports, there is nothing for me that I cheer for more or that I feel like I've got like I'm riding the result of more than the Cowboys versus Broncos in Golden Point. Yes. Through the course of the game, whatever. But if that game goes to the Golden Point, just like the grand final, I'm riding the fucking Cowboys yes. so hard to win that game. It's, yes. It's unbelievable. Yep, 100%. Toto TV. Hunt with a good game. He's realised this is his last chance for a premiership. Salty. Hmm. Newcastle Knights 34 defeat the Gold Coast Titans 26. At McDonald Jones Stadium, crowd of just under 13,000, although I imagine that number will start to increase now. Fantastic. The Knights 34 tries to Elliot Stockwell, double to Nathan Ross, Sam Stone, Peter Matautia. Hodgkinson, five of six conversions, defeat the Titans 26 with a double to Coney. Uh, Lawton, uh, Tyron Roberts, Davis, Joe Greenwood tries. Ash Taylor, two of five conversions and a mm. penalty goal. Finally, when was the last time they won? It was a long fucking time ago, though. There was a controversy with two balls. It was that time of the two balls. With the Tigers. And the, yeah, against the Tigers. <laughs> um, it's funny, the one that they jagged still had that asterisk. <laughs> but they're there. They got close last week. So close. And they finally got... And I, and I couldn't be happier that it was at the expense of the Titans. Good on you, Battlers. I, I don't know where all this Titans hate comes from. Yeah... I don't know either. Like, I don't hate them, but it's fun to make fun of them. And I don't know why. Yeah, okay. Someone explain it. Someone do a study. I don't know. Yeah. Look, you know, if if, if I see an old person yeah. fall down, yep. if they're under 70, that's funny. How do you know? Yeah, you, you Define 70, how do you know? Yes, but if, if you see, you know, like a kid with cerebral palsy tip out of their wheelchair yeah you don't make fun of that well they don't make fun of it you're saying the, titan, but, I mean, you could the, you're saying the titans the, are fun to make fun of but if you're in the, in the privacy of your own home I mean you can laugh <laughs> I think anyone falling down is hilarious depending on you know how they fall I mean like I don't want them to like, I don't want someone to break their neck I mean that shit's not funny like when you see someone get absolutely mangled like <laughs> like that video on Facebook <laughs> Of those two people walking down the street in like India oh, or somewhere, tire? and that tire bouncing, oh. and it just fucking annihilates that guy. That's that's not funny. You know, like that's not funny. That's like, yeah, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, how unlucky is that? Do you know what I heard when I saw that? What you know, American History X? Yeah, a like curb stomp. No, yeah, but you know that bit where he puts his mouth on the gutter? Yeah, and that sound when he yeah. tooth scrapes the concrete. Yeah, yeah, I heard that sound. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but see, that's not that's that's not funny, right? No, <laughs> no. But if it had of you know, like if, if he had of somehow telepathically realised it was coming and sort of backed off and tripped over or you know slipped on a banana peel and the thing missed his cleaning, you know, that probably been funny. Yeah, and also lucky. You go, wow, okay, he's, he's saved his own life by being a buffoon. Fair enough. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there are falls and there are falls. Gotcha. But I think there's a certain definition to fall. It doesn't matter who's doing it. It's hilarious. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I'll tell you, you know, th- th- this was far from a good display of rugby league by both far. sides. Yep. However, I, as much as the next person, love an underdog story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I challenge you 
to get Nathan Ross's try after the result was, you know, almost beyond doubt. Yep. And this is the try that probably meant the least in the match. Yep. You put his try with four others that are grand final winning tries. Yep. Show it to somebody that doesn't know the teams and say, pick which one of these is in a round two game from yep. the worst team the sport's ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the emotion that came out of that, yeah, that yeah. team and those fans, that, that was yeah. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, like I said, though, the, the display was pretty... Pretty poor as a rugby league spectacle. Uh, I counted at least three twi- uh, three tries that were only scored because wingers were basically that far in field they were under the posts. Yep. Yep. It it was try a palooza if you could get the ball out wide. Um, the the Titans injury toll was obviously very 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 big. Um, yeah, pretty yeah, pretty much probably the deciding factor. In a close, closest you know, game in the end, you know. Tell me, was Kevin Proctor injured? Was he? He was, wasn't he? Yeah, when was he injured? I don't fucking know. Because he did fuck all. Yeah. And that, another one of those Melbourne. one of those Melbourne guys yeah. that ain't getting better. Um, I, I really think the the Titans forwards need to to really step up, especially if Ryan James is going to win his Dally M this year. Now that he's the, certainly not doing himself any fa- any any favors well, for main rivals, fucking six points behind. Yeah. So, you know, take advantage. Yeah. Um. It. Uh. The, the Titans are looking, and I, I think I just saw it came through that they've acquired Dale Copley. It's happened. It's happened. When's that? So when's that go? They um, like immediately. Or as, or yeah, or? pretty much. Okay. That that's the, the the what level. A strange trajectory for that guy. I like Dale Copley. He went he 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 went pretty well at the Broncos though. He was great at the Broncos and the couple of times that my young fella has been in the sheds. Yeah. He was always one of the top two players in terms of giving their time to kids as fans of the game. Yeah. And and I think that uh, So the fact that you're a Titans member now means it's a very pleasing development. Look, as a Titans member, I salute this acquisition. Yep. I haven't read into whether it's an actual transfer or whether they've leased him. Yep. Um, but hopefully he gets a bit of game time and, and shows what he can do. Yeah, time. I mean, it's, it's funny. Like the Knights are playing with that enthusiasm. There's the the they're obviously the young side. The and this win for them will do so much for them because that you know they they play the same as they did you know last week. Not yeah. not great, but with enthusiasm. They're going to be scrappers. Yeah, 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 that's right. Which is, you know, better than the meek, you know, capitulation. Yes. You know that they were last year. Yeah. Um, Titans, though, man, they got some fucking problems at the moment. Mm. We'll see how it goes, but um, you know, almost, almost, you know, attempt to say they're going to be second last. Yeah. The way they're going. And uh, the voice of the Titans uh, at Occupied Duckburg, aka Mop, said, uh, "Why did the Titans have to play with fourteen players against the Knights instead of someone like Wests?" Would have mattered, mate. Don't think we've mattered. Fuck. Underscore. Look, yeah. as a member of the Gold Coast Titans, yep. they're not the Penrith Panthers. <laughs> At underscore oh, Sammy Boy underscore. One of the people who didn't change their fucking underscores. Stay strong, Sammy. I oh, says the guy who capitulated. Fuck off. Hey. When you lose the Newcastle Knights, that's when you know signing Dan Sargentson was a mistake. I'm just worried I'll end up getting fed to a dog if I don't. I want to know who. Fu- I want to know who, which one of his which one of his family members that the Dan Sargentson fucked, or send, what or what the what the history is oh, there. Sammy like the, boy, just such hatred. Send the story. 
exactly. There is a, there's got to be a story there. Uh, Mr. Palmer, teacher, if we couldn't win against a team with three injured, we'd be kicking ourselves. Thankfully, we got the win, finally. And you are a staunch Newcastle fan, so well done. Mitch the Geo, another one. Just left Spoon Stadium, drunk. <laughs> Should that just happen? <laughs> Fucking winning. Hashtag missed that feeling. <laughs> At Juno U. It's been quiet for a little while. Knights fan, of course. Thank you so much for Bure. He adds a lot to the team that we were missing last year. We definitely got better at the swap. Look, I'm not, I'm not sure you did, but um, yeah, I love love Bure and always support Bure no matter who he plays mm. for. Uh, but having said that, like, who would have thought Duarte would be one of the best fucking players at Manly this year? Mm. Um, uh, Josh Hill, 2002. That somehow Tyrone Roberts managed to be the second best Tyrone Roberts out there on the field. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> the oh, South okay. City Rabbleo, Robbio's, I should say, 38, defeated Manly Sea Eagles, 18, at Lotto Land uh, on Saturday afternoon. Uh, the Rabbleo's tries came to Jennings, Walker, Sutton, uh, Double to Johnson, and Robbio himself. Uh, Reynolds, 6 of 6 conversions and a penalty goal. Manly's tries came to Uate, Kelly, Tommy Turbo, and DCE. With Dylan Walker, 1 of 4 conversions. Fuck, like... I'm sure I saw Cherry Evans kicking goals in the Q Cup back in the day. Like, you know, at what point do you say, look, <laughs> this Walker can't, can't kick for shit? Is it something to like do... Like, you kicked the dragon, well done. Yeah. But maybe just settle for that, that's a good goal. Is it a risk management strategy in, in terms of DCE has had some... It Some may be. It may be I'm, it may be. I'm not privy to, to, to that. It could be. And, and, and that would throw, be, throwing the boot forward may be a, an unacceptable level of risk. It, it, that that could be it. But uh, you know, get Daryl Halligan in. You know, teach us other cunt to kick real quick. If you, you know, if that's if that's where you're going to go, I, I hope it's not like yeah. a fucking five eight situation. But Dylan Walker's going to be five eight no matter what. Is <laughs> that Dylan Walker's going to be the kicker no matter what? <laughs> we keep putting him there. It uh, across the league, the the kicking is less. Less. And I, I don't know if that is because I remember the the stories in Mick Cronin's pub about him <laughs> and then seeing Halligan and El Masri and those yeah, sort of guys. Yeah. And whether that's romanticised a bit, but... Um, it does feel like... The, you know what the beautiful thing is? Sportsmate, they got stats. Yes. They could go back through and do like the overall competition percentages. I don't think that would... That, the overall competition percentages would tell the true story though I mean they'd probably show a decline oh, I think would you want the top five yeah because there are going to be these outliers that are that are atrocious bringing it down and also like your, your, your Halligans and your Elmazries that also rows. yeah exactly yeah. That, that that raise the standard as well so, but you know that's they were in that era and you know that's what we're comparing so mm. I guess it has to be taken into account but yeah yeah um, this game the score one really didn't reflect the game I mean it was the, almost well, actually, half of South's points were probably scored in like the last 10, 12 minutes, so uh, if not more. Um, but there's uh, there's absolutely a lack of fucking effort and just tough. Not maybe not effort, but like just general toughness and fortitude. Like that that when you find like with a team like the Storm, or you know a team like the Knights who are just playing with like just enthusiasm and just the will to win. And the storm, like when you know, like a team like Storm, like the going gets tough. Yeah, they just fucking like bunker. They just bunker down. Yeah, and just till it passes, until they either get over top of you know whatever happens. This is like you put a you put a fucking blowtorch on on fucking Manly this year, 
and it's like, and like, look, I would, uh, let's be real. Yes, they've got like four props out. I mean, so there, that does take a toll, you know, later in games. I get that. There is that aspect of it. However, there is no one, the, the biggest Manly fan in the world cannot fucking argue that there is such a lack of toughness and just that fortitude to weather storms and stuff like that. It's just, it, it's not, it's, it's not that there's a lack of, it, it simply doesn't exist. It's not like it's less, it's just there's none, there's zero of it. And I think that teams this year, unless it changes, and you know, unless I'm completely wrong and it changes and they demonstrate it next week or something, if it continues, then it just means teams just know they just need to fucking lock in and mm. just weather the storm for 20 minutes or apply the blowtorch for, you know, all they, need, they just need to do that and then eventually they'll fold. Mm-hmm. And they just have to wait for it. They just have to wait for it to happen. It's just a matter of time. So you just need to play like a one-out, mistake-free, field positiony kind of style of play until such time as you're invited to to win the contest, and you know that time will come. So um, I think mean, like South South weren't amazing. I mean, like I said, they scored nearly you know the bulk of their points in the last sort of thirteen minutes. I think they scored the try to to uh, go ahead. Conclusively, the one that I was considered the match-winning try. I think it was 2018 after a penalty, mm. and I think they scored. Then they scored that try, and I think it was I think it was Johnson that went through out on the on the right-hand side there mm. uh, through Dylan Walker. It was just really simple, just sort of just stepped inside him or whatever. That was probably the match-winning one. I think that was like around the 67, 68th minute or something like that. But um, just a fucking awful effort. Uh, yeah, the lack of forwards is a, is is a big problem and, uh, and just general lack of depth I suppose but uh, yeah massive fuck. I don't think Souths were that great to be honest I thought Reynolds was great like yes. very very good return um, controlled things beautifully exactly as you would expect yep um, exactly as you would hope if you were a South supporter but even off the back of all that they weren't great I think mm. they scored very... The tries they scored were very soft. Uh, Manly did that thing where they were dropping the ball down their own end, you know, inviting them to, to yep. attack their line with every set rather yep. than, you know... And the lack of... For, the, the forward momentum from Manly was atrocious. I can't remember the statistic off the top of my head, but it was something like only two forwards in the entire side made more than, I think, 46 metres, I want to say, which is just... Like, it's got to be one of the poorest outputs from a pack ever. <laughs> Yeah, since statistics well, were collated, Jakey, Jakey was Jakey was one of the ones. Jakey that, ran a hundred and eight. Yep, which um, is which is fine, yeah, but that's still you, low. It's kind of on the low side, but, it, you, but it's fine. You got Nate Miles running sixty four meters. Yeah, how's he get over? I mean, yeah, yeah. that's it. So. Yeah, and he's sixty four probably came off about like ten carries or something. Yeah, it, Whereas, in you get yeah, and it wasn't even and and it wasn't even the lack of meters. I mean, because some of those guys are the lack. You know, some guys they'll get like thirty meters, and that's terrible. Mm. But it's off like two or three carries, yeah. and you're like, oh, just get fu-. like that's that's not that's not a lack of quality in their carries. Yeah. That's a that's just a lack of fucking effort, like yeah. getting involved and you know lining up to take your hit ups. You yeah. know, like that sort of shit's just just atrocious. And for all the talk about DCE, I mean, I'll support that guy to the fucking to the death because let me tell you, you can put Jonathan Thurston behind forty six meter getting motherfuckers and watch him do jack shit too. True. I mean, it's absolutely impossible. For anyone to work behind but, that kind of mediocrity. But I think, though, with DCE, one stat that he's really got to look at are the, the metres on his kicks. Yeah. He's, his kicking has been a bit shit. Yeah. Um, and, and that was a, a big differentiator 
but once again, it's just it's just tough when the when the pack's been completely outplayed. You don't have time to do anything you want to do. It is like, total. You know. But from where he gets the ball to where he kicks the ball to, yeah, is the one stat that's probably affected the least by where he's getting the ball and what his forwards are doing. He may not have enough time for running plays and passing. Yeah, options. but also it's like you know you still you, you still do have. I mean, there's like the context when you're actually watching it too, though, where like if you got these useless cunts fucking. Can't get it. Can't get in. Oh, can't yeah. can't can't put that. Can't bend the line. Can't get a quick play. The ball. Cunts are on you straight away when you're trying to. You know exactly. what I mean? Like you know. So there's just there's, yeah, no. there's so much. I'm not. I'm prepared to give him the the complete benefit of the doubt until such time as we see a, a, a you know will we see a proper perform, performance from forwards? I don't know. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. So and you got your dumb cunts like to power. I mean, who are fucking great, but keep getting suspended like. Look, fucking for Steve Matai, for God's sake. I mean, that guy learned how to fucking mm. not get suspended. Like, so, you know, to power, how brain dead are you, mate? Like, that's it. He's also learned how to avoid this horrible season by sitting on the sidelines and having you guys still pay him. Yeah, exactly. Well done, and I mean, that's yeah, that that is a um, that's incredibly poorly managed. And I can only I can only say from the club's perspective, it has to be from the club. So you know, congratulations on um, on managing that to the point where you know you couldn't get those guys to. You know, mm. sign off and whatever. You know, so you got that extra million in cap because believe me, with guys coming on the market, that million would be great. Yeah, that million you can fucking buy Tamil Lolo for that million. I mean, like, you see all those players that have re-signed with their clubs, just no competition. Yeah, exactly. You, you would have been about the only club that was at them saying. Yeah, and you know, paying overs, but fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you you pay overs for a guy like you know Tamil Lolo. Like <laughs> you imagine putting him in there, <laughs> like instant turnaround. No, you'd have, I mean, you'd have no starting forwards. They would all be suspended every single week. <laughs> well, he's not really that much. I mean, he's not that that much of a suspension magnet. Yeah, but when in Rome. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, let's face it. There's no. There's gonna be no consequences from fucking Barrett. He's, he's probably running shoulder charge drills once yeah. a week. So how? When do you think? When do you think Barrett gets fired? Does he get fired? Nope. I don't think he does. No. Nah. Which is, is really fucking like. There are enough externals going on that save him. Yeah, but then there's also the whole thing with um, Tim Cleary coming out in the papers like today or yesterday or whatever. Like you know, there's this whole thing where he he fired like Bozo's daughter, which is you know perfectly justifiable. I mean, and he's trying like he wants he's a CEO and he's got this plan moving forward of how to you know get the entire business you know from a business perspective get everything in the right direction, and he wants some say so over the football department. And so it may come. It may come to the point where probably Cleary will get fucking <laughs> moved on as a CEO. But mm. I just wonder at what point with the pens. What, at what point does the business side of things click in their brain, and they're like, "Oh, this guy's obviously got a great plan going forward. We're going to have to back him." You know, with what he wants to do. Over. I think that entire situation and those entire rivalries are a world unto themselves. Yeah. Aren't affected by rugby league but cast their shadow very strongly on the rugby league side of the club which is oh, a shitty yeah. thing to be happening yeah yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's fucked um, but I don't think I don't think there's any dispute I don't think like, this, well actually no I lie there are some some absolutely fucking idiotic manly fans out there that would say that, that would back Trent Barrett and, and Bob Fulton <laughs> I've seen them on Twitter um, yeah, so. You know, they've also, you know, they, you know, these are ones that have backed Kieran Foran significantly. You know who I'm talking about, everybody. But <sighs> there, there are people, there, you know, you, you look at where I think you can often judge a, a coach by a lot of the, the fan base. Um, and 
there's enough Judge support for a coach. Yeah, but it, and like I said, you know, correlation. Yeah, was yeah. science. Um, th- there is enough going on out there at the moment where Barrett can feasibly say, "I'm a million bucks in the hole in salary cap. I don't have the team I want." Well, this anymore. is what he said last year. No, no, we no, had no, so no, no, injuries no. and everything like that. Exactly. And the thing, and and my response to that is, none of that. He he is he is at any stage. He he hasn't had it worse than Tuvi had it. Yet for some reason it's a reason to sack Tuvi and not a reason to sack him. Get yeah. fuck out of here. Oh no, I know. I'm not Seriously, saying, I'm not saying that's incorrect. But sack Barrett, bring back Desi. Both both times of uh, both sides are zero from two at the moment. It's a perfect time for a swap. The Bulldogs fans don't want Desi there. They hate him. Hmm. You'd have Desi back. Oh fuck! That's how that's how far things have fallen, Jay. That's how far things have fallen. Wow. You listened to me back in 2012. You know what? This is like this is like seeing a hot girl you dated once, fifteen years later, fucking addicted to heroin, and you still would in a fucking Thai handjob palace. Sad man, sad. This this is this is how far. I mean, manly requires a, a manly person at the helm. It's just a, it's it's science. It's the way it is. It's the way it's always always will be. There's never been any success. With uh, pretenders in in the in the midst, and so yeah, fuck off, Bozo. Fuck off, Barrett. Bring Desi back. Get Crusher in as well. Fucking bring back the whole Donny Singe. Get him. Get him fucking back in there because let's face it, these cunts aren't, dem- aren't aren't demonstrating any evidence of of strength and conditioning That's either. That's fine. That's fine. If you want to bring back the man that plays Moses Embai as a half, bring hey, him on back. And uh, and uh, and he won't bring any of those with him. They all fucking stay over there. And you don't want Dylan Walker to be in your halves. No, fuck no. So you're bringing Desi in his Desi, skill halves selection. Desi, De- Desi, fucking Desi. What Desi's doing is working. Look, if it's not Embi, it's Cassiano. Who are you going to pick? He doesn't have the options. Cassiano at his disposal. Probably kick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Tor Hayden, tonight's losing lotto numbers, and he's got oh, lotto balls there, 38, 18. It's lovely. It's a lot of lotto land theme stuff. At Mario Siegs, Appy is Jaden Hodges without a good coach. All effort, no skill. Yeah, he is. Oh, you can't you can't deny the effort. And he's he's got that little guy thing where you know he tries to rip in, but man, he's no fucking good. Ma underscore Aaron. Just checked the manly results today, got the numbers. What were the supplementaries? Oh, Sack and Barrett. At Tall, <laughs> Tall Hayden again. He's he's clearly a degenerate gambler, and he loves this. He loves the the opportunities afforded by the whole Lotto Land sponsorship. He's uh, mainly let in a Lotto points. <laughs> Fuck the, me. Where where does where does Tall Hayden live? Western Sydney. Okay, because I I would advise anybody who is a fucking amateur agriculturalist or horticulturalist to go and get locks and fences from Bunnings because in the 20 kilometres surrounding this cunt, there will be no low-hanging fruit left. <laughs> Mick the Perm. Lotto land proving the old adage of the house always wins is not exactly true, giving hope to punters everywhere. And uh, at... See, that's smart. Yeah, that's exactly. That's a clever one. Exactly. exactly. A fan. Fantastic. At 40 zip. Bye-bye, Barrett. Bring on the bye. Hashtag two points. <laughs> the uh, Sharkies. We well, need a fucking blaster, don't we? Yep. Uh, the Sharkies, 42, defeat the Raiders, 16 at GIO, just under 16,000. And, uh, wow, the Sharkies bounce back big time. 42 points, tries to Latelli, a hat-trick to Graham. 
Uh, Brayley Pryor, Gallon also with tries, five of seven conversions and a couple of penalties for Maloney. And the Raiders 16 came from a double to White and Rapana with a try also and uh, Caesar, two of three mm. conversions. I don't know if it's match fitness. I don't know if it's problems getting used to what they're doing and, and new defensive drills they're trying to implement. But fuck, Canberra's right-hand defence needs to fix and it needs to fix fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the first half was, was nice and grindy. You know, you know, I thought it was a, a good contest. Um, second half, Canberra's yeah. right side was exposed multiple times. Yep. Um, and, you know, the, the Sharks scored a, a nice try down, down the Canberra's left-hand side. Um, it was Lewis made another break, and whereas last week he had nobody in support, the young hooker yeah. was there. He's fucking great, too. Um, I fucking love that kid. Yep. He's good to watch. And what I like about him, there's a lot of things I like about him, but one of the things that sticks out and points to me, hopefully, that he has a good footy brain, Yeah. he gives different service to um, Maloney and Townsend. Yep. So Townsend is the sort of player who likes to catch the ball at a slower pace and then, you know, do what he's going to do. Yep. Maloney is already fucking moving and yep. doesn't know what direction he's going in yep. before he receives the ball. Yep. And so this kid's smart enough to be putting them on in the chest comfort, yeah. of where he's going. But when he's giving service to Maloney, especially close to the line, he's putting it out in front of him so Maloney's catching it out yep. with options. Yep. It, it's fantastic to watch. So and, like, he's, he is, he's definitely... Gonna have some dips, yeah. As 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 befits a young you know a young player like that. Mm. But fuck man, he's like they could not have asked for more. For the if, first, first if, few weeks, um, if Kekau gets injured, this this kid will be a, a shoe in for rookie of the year. Oh, there you go, huge call. Mm. There you go. So um, again, you know, round two. So the the Sharks that would would be pleased to to be back in gear. Um, they, they were fairly clinical in, mm-hmm. in how they went about things. Yep. Still let in some some pretty soft tries, just that a you know they their defence just seemed to slide and slide and slide forever and never yep. advance. Yep. Um, on the attackers, but again round two, so yep. they'll be happy with that. Alex underscore day underscore one of those. It's just overwhelmingly displeasing seeing the Sharks achieve any kind of success. <laughs> Ash still pretenders. <laughs> Mario Siegs, um, Canberra Cronulla game sure can make you appreciate a Brisbane North Queensland game. Yeah, really? still these Brisbane North Queensland. This was a good game, and the Brisbane North Queensland guys. I mean, they've believe me, it's the golden point in the last twenty minutes or the last ten minutes is colouring your perception of the game as a spectacle overall. Those oh, games are elevated by the fucking like they're always a great contest. Yeah. But those games are elevated in terms of quality. They're, they're elevated in your mind by the Golden Point sh- shenanigans that, that happens and the, yeah. the drama of Golden Point. Yeah. If, if the Cowboys hadn't given away fucking a thousand penalties and missed 50 tackles, that wouldn't yep. have been Golden Point and it just would have been another regulation game. They would have won like yeah, 20 to 14 or something like that. Yeah. And it would have been, yeah. GT351 underscore Johns. Peptides are back in the winner's circle. Bag of dicks purchased with hidden bank accounts. <laughs> Twat. Shire. Gronks. I... S- GT, explain your the utter hatred that you have against Cronulla because it really it almost surpasses your love for the Bulldogs. Like there are there are three tweets that come out of GT every single week. The first one is just well multiple hate three categories of tweets. Multiple hateful tweets about the Sharks and peptides and grubs. Yep. 
one that's absolutely gronk Bulldogs tweet, uh, and then one that's like a reasonable assessment of the game against a Bulldog, the Bulldogs game. And that one is generally disappointment as a loss, but praising yes. some small portion of it. Yeah, yeah, and looking ahead to better times in the future and so forth. Yeah, exactly. Holmes a sexual 69. Up, up, Cronulla. This is all caps, by the way, including the hashtags. Up, up, Cronulla, you weak, insignificant cunts. Hashtag get paid. Hashtag get laid. Hashtag less flirting, more squirting. Hashtag come inside me, no rubber. Hashtag back to back on my back. (laughs) That's more like it. Mm. The Penny Panthers 36 to feed the West Tigers 2. The Campbelltown Stadium in front of a crowd of just just over 12,000. The Panthers 26 came and tries to Cleary, a double to Fare, Kikau, Edwards, Latu, and... um, Cleary four of six, sorry five of six conversions and and a penalty goal and uh, Tigers a solitary penalty goal to Mitch Moses. Yes, two all after thirty minutes. Wasn't exactly the way I saw that encounter going. No, and I'm glad that it changed somewhat because it would have been really weird if it ended up like you know six two, <laughs> the Dragons versus some other dragons. Well, one of those like Newcastle Eels or yeah. you know, Sharks Eels oh, games of years Monday gone by. Yeah. Oh fuck that. Um, Look, obviously very, very happy with the win and very, very happy with how they went about things. Yep. In full understanding that the Tigers had a little bit of the round one Panthers about them. Um, and and there's still plenty to work on down at the foot of the mountains. The There was a little bit of luck involved as well. You know, the, the Tigers dropped one over the line early and then, yep. and then threw a, a forward pass. Um, Tachi was right there. Saw it go forward. Yep. Um, wasn't keeping up with a, but you know, it, a super fast player. It was, honestly. and you, you see it all over the place, this fucking Tedesco versus Moylan. Yeah. And how it's a battle of the fullbacks and how it's, you know, this and this and this. It, it's like saying that, well, okay, a Ferrari versus a fucking Land Cruiser, the Ferrari's a better car. Well, yep. n- not if you need to fucking go through ditches and mud and up a mountain. You know, they've both got four wheels and an engine, but they're completely yeah. different in how they go about things. Yes. So, fuck this fullback nonsense. Um, Moylan was sensational in terms of creating, and that's his value to the team. He's even more valuable now for a couple of reasons. He's becoming such an intimidating factor that he's creating scoring opportunities when he doesn't touch the ball. Yep. He's that person now, like Brooks. The, the reason Kikau got his Superman try was because Brooks was, was totally butt-fucked when Farre came through. Yep. And he was looking to prevent that. And yep. so he's rushed the line to prevent the same play unfolding yep. Yep. again. And Tamari Martin's smart enough to be able to play what's in front of him. Yeah. And yep. just saw this gaping maw <laughs> of an with, opening. With which to insert... <laughs> Um, and just just slid this fucking gigantic 21-year-old monster. Oh, and how many times have you watched the gif of him fucking destroying Tedesco? Yeah, I like I, that. I sat there for like two or three minutes just I watching it over and over. I like that because it was a solid hit. You know, it, it's fucking hurt Tedesco, but yep. it didn't cripple him. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. He didn't get up and not walk or get knocked out or. It's just a beautiful. It's just that a, that's exactly what you want to see. It was timing. Yep. 
it was technique. Yep. That's what I like about it. Yep. But what I've watched more than that is the fucking greatest try scorer from kicks <laughs> since Israel Flau. Fucking Leilani Latu. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the the Panthers have, like I said, plenty to do. They had 11 errors and they gave away nine penalties. Yeah. And you, you do that against a side that is on their game on you, a given day. You do, that, you do that against actual opposition. Is that what you're saying? I'm trying to be fucking diplomatic <laughs> today. Um, you know, the, the Tigers showed what they can do in round one. But they need to stop this capitulation. Like in you know the 16th yeah. minute, they were gone. Yeah. They're kicking kickoffs further back than Benji throws passes. Yeah. It's yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Needs to get out of the game. Uh, in terms of their coaching, I, I have no idea why Idris is out there in first grade. He's paid for it. He's underdone. He's, yep. he's not fit, and there are other forms of rugby league that he could be playing that don't take a first-grade spot for him to regain yeah. this match fitness. And I don't feel like depth yeah. is an issue for the Tigers where they're absolutely they're, they're absolutely forced into playing him. Yeah. I don't think that's an issue at all. You know? Um, so, yeah, good, a good, you know, to get points on the board for the Panthers. Um, but the, the composure they showed, I was really happy with, and they need to continue that for the rest of the season. Yep. Uh, at... Cobra Burgers odds for stepdad for late in Cleary if the Panthers make the grand final minus 240 hashtag I'll take that bet no the odds are zero because it is against club policy for the players to have anything to do with cheerleaders and if they're in the grand final I will be in a fucking <laughs> vinyl outfit oh, you strapping on the vinyl strapping on something at Hey, Sam Warden. Tiger's going to Tiger. Aren't they just? They are. At one-eyed Tiger underscore. That, that's, that, to me, is a textbook. Lost the password. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> completely unnecessary that, that, you know. He said, uh, it's only round two, but mm. yes. Ma underscore Aaron. Well done to the West Tigers. Simona had this week's rent on Penrith 30 plus and they helped him out. Hashtag Club of Hearts. Hashtag Tigers Care. <laughs> Homes of Sexual 69. Good to see the Tigers aren't even bothering to give their team false hope this year. Hashtag Tigers in decline. He's really got chasing hard on that grub now, isn't he? Wally Frogmore. Neither team really lost this game. Both left with two points. Shana86. If I sticky tape my, t- my t- TAB ticket back together, can I still cash when we win the premiership? <laughs> Hash, it's only round two. <laughs> and uh, at Ben Echo 43, Luke Brooks taking up where Simona left off. Mm. I, I still say for for the Tigers, I've, I've been thinking a lot about their big four. Yep. I would concentrate on a big two, and I would make that Moses and Tedesco. Mm-hmm. It's, it, has to, it has to be one of... Moses and Brooks. Yep. Not two. I would I'd yep. get rid of Brooks. Yep. And I would either let Aaron Woods go somewhere where there is another pack of forwards that he will fit in with, or I would buy some cunts who are going to do some work with him. Yep. Because at the moment they've got one big man and no one really going along with him. Yeah. So. Paramount Eels 34 to feed the Dragons 16 a win uh, where are we the Eels 34 came tries to Gutherson 4 tries to Semi yeah 
Takarangi French also tries Gutherson. Awful three of seven on the conversions. Not that it was necessary, really. But uh, the Dragons, 16, came from tries to Widdup, Dugan, and Vaughan. Widdup, two or three conversions. Hmm. Um, the, yeah, the Eels aren't sort of... They're not playing flashy football, but there's this sort of carefree style Yeah. to, to what they're doing. But it's actually... Um, it's based, though, on a foundation of pretty fucking solid... Yeah. You know, which is... which is, If I were an Eels fan, that would be the most pleasing thing mm-hmm. that uh, that across... Even though this was a this was a great win and the one last week wasn't, you know, wasn't so much, there was still the, there was that same foundation there. Yeah. And this time the attack actually managed to, you know, it, take advantage of that. Yeah, it, it's not that, you know, Warriors or, or Panthers or Tigers razzle-dazzle yep. six sets of hands and, and whatever, but um, I think their forwards are really standing up and doing a job. Yep. Um, like Manu Maud definitely won the longest yard trophy. Him versus Packer. Um, <laughs> just though he's running for 157 meters. Yep. He's still making almost 30 tackles. Yep. And it's impactful. Yeah. You know he's not making his runs as just the run, turn, drop into the line, roll over. He is every single time punching through, punching through, punching through. Yeah. Uh, and Norman is just this fucking freaky 12 year old kid who is just loving every play and every pass and and just having the time of his life he he's so hard to defend because one on one he's strong enough to beat a lot of defenders or he's yeah. elusive enough to get on the outside and, and slide through and then you, you put two and three on him and he has these fucking weird spaghetti arms like the fucking stretch Armstrong come out and yep. offload so um, for the Dragons, the forwards need to do a much, much, much better job. Um, Packer was the only Dragons forward to hit triple figures. And I think that McCrone has to go as well. I know you, I know you get Hunt next year, Dragons. Yep. But, but does that mean you want to flush one year down the toilet? Yeah, it, I, I don't understand it. And, you know, it, it's something I looked at. Gareth, Gareth Widdop only took four kicks all game. And I don't know if he's got leg issues... But for for a guy of of that sort of pedigree who who is meant to be controlling the team around the park, yep. um, he only took four kicks, which means McCrone's taking the majority of them, and McCrone kicked for two hundred meters. Yep. So you you don't win football games by not controlling field position. Okay, MJ Eagle twenty three. I thought after the Eels lost Anthony Watmo, they 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 struggle. Fair credit to them. <laughs> At Wally Frogmore, it's a loss we needed to have before our undefeated run into the finals. I'd tip my cap to the Eels, but they'd find a way to rort it. Just Davies, 90. Saints are back to normal. Ouch. Packer dropping it like a soap in jail, started the rot. The Scarecrow, 23. Okay, our attack was better this week. Is, is it too early to call March Premiers? Well, I mean, you are currently in the March Premiers position. You've got a couple of weeks couple of matches to retain it. I mean, obviously, there's a couple of other teams up there mm. as well that are, you know could take it, but uh, I think the Cowboys will uh, they'll certainly advance <laughs> advance their claims this week. Yana uh, Sunscore Mateus. If McCrone's dad adopted the Cartwright solution, then we'd have a decent halfback. What a cunt you are, Mr. McCrone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Troy Ridgely sent us a tweet, so just to clarify things for everyone, and it's uh, obviously a dictionary entry screenshot, and it's got Dragon. Noun one mythical. He's got a circled mythical monster, and then then it's down to mythical, and it's got idealized, especially with reference to the past. So yeah, that does clarify it. 
for the Dragons. Okay, it's that time once again. We welcome back the wonderful Nat Sinclair, the total package for our weekly Q&A Ask, hashtag Ask Nat segment. First thing, though, before we get into it, I just wanted to say congratulations on graduating. Thank you very much. And, uh, Thank you. University life now behind you. Yes, it sure is. Thank God. <laughs> and uh, and you, you have to be one of the more educated members of Twill Nation now at this point, I would have to say. <laughs> what an honor. <laughs> Judging from the tweets we get, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure primary school's the limit in, in many cases. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're killing it. And, you. uh, and I just br- briefly wanted to touch on as well on uh, a good win on the weekend from your boys. Oh, it was the best thing. I, w- I wasn't expecting it, but um, I tend to be a little bit negative in regard to Penrith, and they really showed me last week that um, round one was just a minor hiccup. So hopefully we can go into this weekend's match um, with that same sort of form because it'll, be it'll be a hard one, I think. Um, yep, definitely. It'll be entertaining, but it'll be a tricky one. Be a good one to see where both teams are, I think, as well. Yeah, definitely. The Roosters have been killing it, but they have um, they've, they've played, you know, Bulldogs and um, Titans, who who aren't really on yep. fire. So um, it'd be yep. interesting to see how they go. They they tend to fall asleep a little bit in the second half. I've noticed this year. So um, I think if they do that against us, we'll be able to capitalise on it more than the other teams have. Um, so we'll just see what happens. Yeah, that second half thing's the key. If it's real, if it yep. really is a thing for the for the Roosters, then mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you guys should uh, definitely be able to take advantage. That's for sure. Hopefully. Okay, so we've got a wonderful batch of questions this week. Lovely. And, uh, some, some of them, some of them serious. Some, some I guess not so. Or maybe they are serious. I don't know. You can be the judge of that. <laughs> no now, worries. Have one from have one from Josh, and he's uh, at Josh Hill two thousand two on Twitter, and he said, "Seeing Penrith are one of the best Golden Point teams. What are your thoughts about it? Plus, uh, thoughts of other people in the Panthers organization." Um, okay, I love Golden Point. Golden Point is to me the most entertaining thing. Um, I get so excited whenever it's Golden Point because just the desperation of both teams when they play in that Golden Point period, um, it's it's incredible. It's so good. Um, so I'm a really big fan of Golden Point. I know a lot of people advocate for the whole Golden Try thing um, because of situations like Jonathan Thurston easily getting a field goal every time his team gets to Golden Point. But I don't think that's necessary. I think that um, these days having somebody who's good at under pressure being able to kick a field goal is it's a plus for any team and it shouldn't that shouldn't be taken away. Um, so I'm Definitely. a very big fan of Golden Point, especially as well. We are very good in that. So um, it's, good, <laughs> but it's, it's exciting, you know. And look, we've been on the end where we've lost Golden Point games as well. Um, and I still think I'm, it's, it's very, it's exciting. So um, I'm a big fan of Golden Point. Um, thoughts on other people in the Penrith administration? Um, I don't have anything negative to say about um, anything to do with Penrith. Um, that's not even just being biased. Um, I think we are very treated. I think you might have, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think you might have thought what is, you know, I guess what, it's probably hard for you to say, but I think he may have, he may have more mentioned, more thought, what does Penrith, what, you know, what are the Panthers, how they feel about Golden Point? You know, oh, how they it, feel about Golden Point. Oh, look, yep. um, I can imagine that they probably like it considering their success rate they've got in it. Um, I think they winners thrive winners. off it. Yeah, they thrive off it yep. as a club. We've got a few clutch players, like obviously Matt's very um, very good in God Point. Peter Wallace also, back in the day, he used to um, be pretty good with that yep. sort of situation, so he's a good backup. And then Tamari on his debut just slotted right in. So, um, yeah, I think definitely we're all 
big fans of Golden Point. I think the only person who doesn't really like Golden Point is Wayne Bennett because his team continually loses in it because he lacks yeah. that clutch player. And that's not anyone else's fault. So yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it's Golden One of my favourite things in sport is, is watching the Cowboys win Golden Point games oh, against the Broncos. It never gets old. It never, it never gets old. And you can see the players, like now, they're just like, are you serious? Is this ever going to get better? And it, it's just not, it's not going to get better. So yeah. <laughs> it's great. I'll tell you, I wish, I wish I'd learned the lesson and actually bet on tied scores after 80 minutes in those I games. I was thinking though. that. I don't know what golden point was going to be. I don't know what the odds were at, but I thought... Like, it was really... It was it was, it was was plenty high. I mean, if you oh, threw you know, so 50 bucks on there, you'd be laughing. What, yeah. It's been four times that the past five meetings gone to golden point. So you'd think, yeah. you know, how much longer can they keep doing it? But a lot of people keep talking about how the teams are so well matched. I think it all really comes down to attitude because both teams play pretty much every game like it's a grand final, um, especially yep. when it's against each other. And it comes down to attitude. So it doesn't, you know, I think that's the big thing between those two teams. And if some other teams could take note, that would be really good because um, it's just a real treat watching them. Yep. Okay, so we've got one from uh, at Hammers, H4MMERZ. And he's, t- he's asked, if you could be any, any animal in the world, why would you choose Komodo Dragon? So he's answering my question for me. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't think I would choose to be a Komodo dragon. I think I'd choose, I don't know what I'd choose, but probably not a Komodo dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we got one from at Cavernous Hope. Said, it's probably been asked, but after Mitchell Pierce's incident with a dog, should he be allowed to play the dogs? Yes. <laughs> In a word. <laughs> Definitely. Get used to those questions. I think, I think he played very well as well. So I think he's, you know, he's, there we go, he's redemption right there. Um, I think he's um, letting his on-field actions speak for himself to try and cover, you know, to let everyone forget about the indiscretion from last year. So, yes, I think he should. <laughs> okay, and he's got, he's got another one for us mm-hmm. as well. And, and he's, he's stolen it off Facebook and he sent it, he sent it to you and I think you may have answered it on Twitter, but uh, it's good to throw this one out there where he's yeah. uh, said, choose, choose one... NRL super pill. Oh, the yes. choice is one. Choice one. Your state wins. Your, your state wins origin. Choice two. Your country wins the four nations. Choice three. Your team wins the grand final. Or south. Or choice four. <laughs> Souths get booted from the NRL again forever. Oh well, I think it's easy. Panthers winning the grand final. I would give up. I would give yeah. up Origin probably for the rest of my life to see Penrith win yeah. the grand final in my lifetime. Um, nothing got, compares yeah, to I've, I've gone on the record to even say that if you guaranteed me that Manly would win the premiership every sort of five or six years, yeah. I don't care. If, I, I, would, I would swap that for losing Origin forever. I don't, I don't know if it's about... Well, for me, I'm from New South Wales, so I, I have to yep. say Origin doesn't really have the same appeal as it used to, um, I'm assuming, back in the day when we had, you know, a decent team. Um, so I, I think that, yeah, definitely easily, easily Penrith winning a premiership. I feel like... I think it's... When you've got a choice of 16 clubs and you choose one, it's a bit more special if your team wins that grand final than you've got a choice of two states, pretty much what you're born in, and you're with half of Australia supporting that team. So, um, yeah, yeah and, and not to mention, it's like with, with Origin as well, it's like it's a three-match thing. A season is a grind. Exactly, and you see the ups months. and the downs and then the finals and, and all that sort of thing. So that, there's not even any question about that. But I don't really like South, so that, that pill would probably come second. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, I don't mind that pill either. Um, <laughs> but and the and the one that the Four Nations one, just like like honestly, never. And maybe it's because we've been spoiled yeah. because Australia always wins, or you know, like traditionally, you know, Australia always wins. But I, yeah. I even remember being at the two thousand and eight World Cup final. It was in at Suncorp, and I remember like when Billy Slater was like fucking up and and mm-hmm. letting tries in and yeah. I was just laughing because it was after the oh, 2008 hilarious. grand final when Manly smashed him and yeah, I was, and, was just laughing <laughs> at the Storm players like it was, it was hilarious yeah. and I felt like you know a, t- a, 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 a traitor for laughing but I was like you know, we, we, you know you know you're going to win it back the next time yeah you know? exactly or, you're going to get it back and look I only I get happy when there's penalty players in it and I'm like oh that's good something to something to watch because there, there never really is um, so last yep. year was kind of interesting because I think Matt played one game um, but yep. apart from that like it's yeah it's good to watch I suppose but it's the same old every year. It's never really close, and yeah, that's probably last I'd say in the in that ranking. Cool. I got one final question for you from at Devon Head, yeah. and he said, "Um, <laughs> does Nat have an AVO out on stepdad? Because he seems to quietly disappear during her segment." <laughs> oh God, oh, we, yeah. have to, we have to deny that rumor. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, 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 look, there's, there's, there's no AVO, but let's just say that there's some. There's some difficulties and issues involved, there which are. prevent. <laughs> no, I loved his appearing I loved on the same segment on Twitter when he said, "That's too much Penrith genius in one room," and you know, I have to agree with him. I don't know how you'd go; you'd be outnumbered. So, I think that's why yeah. we can't. We can't all, you know, work yeah, together. I'll tell you. We, when uh, when when technical technical issues combine with time issues, when the, when the planets align, it'd be yep. great to have everyone on oh, at the same it'd be time. Though, wonderful. I'll if definitely work towards something like that. We'll have to sort something out. Yeah, definitely, definitely, that would be easy. Yeah, it but um, look, that's the, that's the questions that I've pulled out this week. Thank you, everybody, for uh, for sending the questions through. We're starting to pick up some some more and more questions each week and it's good to get a mix of some serious ones yeah absolutely mix them otherwise so by all means send whatever whatever questions through you can send them in um, via Twitter and just uh, tweet them to, to us and uh, you can throw Nat's handle in there as well if you want which is uh, at Nat underscore Sinclair 93 and you throw hashtag us Nat on there as well um and it makes it easy for me to sort of track them down when I'm compiling notes for the segment. And uh, otherwise, you can send them in. If you've got a really uh, a long one, then feel free to send us a, a message on Facebook or um, or email them to hello at thisweekinleague.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, get them on the show. Sounds good. So, again, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Uh, best of luck for the coming uh, the coming weekend oh, of action for the Panthers. <laughs> you too. You too. <laughs> Yeah, the Cowboys with a with a yeah the Cowboys with with an absolute uh, all time injury toll, and they'll still win thirteen plus. If you're, if you're ever going to do it, this is your time. This is like ninth against um, Titans on the weekend. One man on the bench, and they managed to do it. So, you know, never give up. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they won't give up, <laughs> but I don't think they'll be. I don't think they'll be injected with any any uh, amazing enthusiasm. Oh god, <laughs> enthusiasm or talent at the same time. Yeah. But who knows? I'm I'm pre- look. I'm I'm prepared to put money on Cowboys thirteen plus, and because if it doesn't come through, then it means it's probably a fair result, and I can take solace in that. You know, instead of the money. Well, that <laughs> so way, you know, you got to you got to bet both ways. So you're not you're not that disappointed at the end. At least you get something. But what would you do if they won what one to twelve? Then you've lost in all way, shape, and form. So yeah, well, that's true. That's that's yeah. true. Yeah, I haven't even looked at what it's paying, but I'm, I'm guaranteed. I think mainly mainly a four dollars, so I think that's enough. Um, Cowboys like one one twenty, one nineteen. I was looking today. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So what's what's thirteen plus though? Thirteen plus. About four bucks for, or uh, for cowboys? I reckon thirteen yeah. plus. I actually think thirteen plus would be more than one to twelve. Uh, sorry, less than one to twelve at this stage. Wow. No offense to Manly at all. I mean, it, it, I, should, I it should be. Imagine. No, it should be. If I'm if I'm a bookmaker, I'm setting it down at about a dollar ten. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's but, still yeah, early on we'll in the see. season. We never know what's going to happen. We've seen the past two weeks how teams can completely flip um, from week to week. That's true. Somehow, I don't think that'll happen with a team like the Cowboys, but um, you never know. Never know, especially up there too where they're really good. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, miracles might happen, but they usually happen to the Cowboys, not anyone else, but, um, you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe they're miracles. The idea would be the winning golden point. Yeah, exactly. That would be even better, JT, winning golden point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Lewis Brown field goal. Lewis Brown. What's that paying? What would that be paying? Surely, like uh, about $4 million. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm retiring if that came off. Yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I'm on record to say that. I think you're safe. All right. Thanks very much, Nat. No uh, have a great weekend. Hey, you will you talk too. to you next week. Previews start off this Thursday night. Melbourne Storm versus the Brisbane Broncos down in Melbourne. Blockbuster. Mm. Look, I think the Storm... I'm, I'm going to say the Storm just because they have shown compo- that, that kind of composure and a very... I think the Broncos have shown... You know, I think their highs are higher than, than Storm, especially yes. this season. However, I feel that the baseline of the Storm at this stage of the season is just is it a is it a much higher level, mm. and it's basically prevents some of the things that you know Brisbane does, and prevents some of the things that they've that have given them success in the early rounds. Because I don't think that Brisbane have been I don't think they played that well in the first round, and they and I no. think that the goal the golden points again the golden point you know theatrics. Is overshadowed what was fairly, you know, it was like an okay performance, yep. but not amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that the Storm are capable of frustrating the Broncos' style of play. Yep. Um, however, if the Broncos can stay clinical, Milford is the sort of player that can worry the Storm, that unpredictable, yep. you know, tough. Um, but down in Melbourne, Broncos backing up off a, a long game. A tough loss, I think. The Jesse Bromwich named in that 21 mega squad too. So that would be early to mm. return. So uh, I'm, I'm, I guess the fact that he wasn't named directly in the 17 you know, probably indicates that it's a, any, a long shot. Has or, anyone ever named less than 25? Well, no, it's, 20, it's, it's 21 for this. Oh, sorry, 21. Yeah, less than 21. I, I think they've got to name 21, don't they? And that's what I'm saying. Maybe, yeah. maybe it just may be that they know so certainly who their team's going to be. They've got to stick some fucking names on there. Yeah, I think I think there's a there's a lot of potential for for uh, gamesmanship in that 21. Just like just trolling, just fucking with the other team, you know, like throwing names in there. But uh, of course, the the biggest the biggest change for the Storm is uh, is Beery back after a very very long layoff and yeah. a very a very long injury hampered stretch even when he was playing uh named at fullback which means that Munster has to shift into the halves further further stifling his uh, development at fullback uh, uh so yeah how's billy going to go look he's going to come back he's going to play this one game so definitively you can settle forever who won the fucking highlander battle between him and Brett Stewart 
and then just send in this wave off and say, okay, it. I'm done. Yeah. Pull the pin. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I have no idea how he's going to return. I mean, I'm interested to see. Mm. But, because uh, he's had a lot, I mean, it's how he, does he get injured again in this game? <laughs> Is he any good anymore? Like, there's just so many questions. Bellamy is not the sort of coach to take unnecessary risks. Yeah, if he thought it was going and to And especially be. when he has a viable solution. More than viable, in, yeah. In what's happening at the moment, yeah. so. Yeah, um, hmm. Time will tell. I feel like he's a step backwards for the Storm at this stage. Yeah. But he could come out and, you know, he's he's had so much time. He could be so fresh right now hmm. and so healed from his injuries. Maybe he's yeah, he just he, amazes us all. He, he might, yeah, he might come on and and play in the centres. Like, yep. who, who says Bellamy will start him? Yeah. He's done, some, he's done stuff like that before as well. Yeah, that's so. true. I guess we won't know till an hour out. Um, and a Benji Marshall in the uh, creeping ever closer. Now he's in 18. <sighs> Uh, I'll tell you one thing though I was excited that he'd been allocated to the Dolphins or whatever they however they do that yeah. process but I don't think he's going to play a fucking game for him to be honest that sucks they just going to especially with this 21 thing they'll just stash him in there and he won't play and he won't not play and he's been in this limbo sort of area um, Doggies versus Warriors yeah it I want to say the Bulldogs just based on on their composure and the week on week improvement I've seen, um, but it, it it's the the Warriors after a couple of as I said more impressive performances than I thought they'd have this time of the year. Yep. Uh, and whereas the Warriors have plenty of points in them, the Dogs don't. So I think if the Warriors can get off to a, a decent start, they they could um, frustrate it out. But, you know, how, how do you pick what rocks and what diamonds you get? Yeah, so it's another uh, one of these not like home, not home games for the Warriors yeah. as well. Like this one's down in Dunedin. Uh, they certainly do their best work. Like RTS is named. Mount. Yes. Um, it, yeah. Dogs without a, a fullback. Brad Abbey comes in at fullback. Mm-hmm. For Hopper Junior, so and uh, and Nigo Montoya comes in for Kerrit Holland on the wing. Someone killed his father. <laughs> I believe that someone killed his father at some stage. <laughs> they should prepare to die. <laughs> they should. They should. <laughs> <laughs> and the Warriors, the Warriors bring in Vatavai <laughs> to replace Lola Hale. Why? Did they, what's their fucking problem with that guy, Lola Hale? I mean, what? What? Who did he? Fuck. The, the poor cat, like, he, he fills in wherever he can when someone else gets busted. Yeah. And he he hasn't had shining performances. He's fucking good, though, man. Like, what? No, no, no. He, the stuff he does yeah. is always overshadowed by, like, one glaring yeah. fuck-up that often isn't really his fault. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe those things that, you know, given consistent time and positioning, maybe those things get rubbed out of the game through something go. called experience. But, you know... It's Stop. clear that it's Stop clear that he's it. like it's clear that he's there. He's signed by the club as a favour to somebody, and they're just going to use him as little as they possibly can. Yeah. Uh, Titans versus the Eels at Hope Solo Coliseum. Wow, the Titan, the Titans already. I mean, fuck, Haynes out for a while. Um, Don's out, so I mean, well, the great man Zilman comes back in, solidify his legacy on the Gold Coast, and. Uh, uh, Sammy Boy's mate Sargentson's in there at centre. Mm. 
and uh, Cornish at number one. And Tyrone Robertson at Hooker. So, I don't mind Tyrone Robertson at Hooker. You know, we've said before, yeah. if you come from the halves, you should know how to give service. Yeah, yeah, it's um, true. No Norman for Parramatta. I just love that there's two Pete, there's two Tyrone Robertsons in the world. <laughs> Not only just in the world, though, but also, like, on the same team. Like, the odds. <laughs> <laughs> Could you go world, country, town, sport, yeah. team? Yeah. Um... No Norman for Parramatta, uh, which could be a massive problem. Let's be re- let's be real. Yes, when, when when replaced by like the ever the ever dependable Jeff Robson. I mean he's, I mean that guy. He's he, you know you know what you're getting with him. He's a yeah. Camry. Yeah, exactly. You know what you're fucking it's- getting. He's he ain't gonna break any speed land speed records. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think without even without Norman. With with Gutho and and French playing as they are at the moment, there is enough strike power there for a troubled Titans outfit. Yeah. So I think the Eels will come away with two points here. I see Varve comes onto the extended bench for the Eels as well. So um, how's his form though? If he was if he was still at Manly, yeah, kind of be starting at this point. Given the injury crisis, he'd probably be suspended or something. But like. <laughs> He would, he would, he'd be without a doubt. He'd be starting uh, this week. So I mean, clearly, changing clubs wasn't a wasn't a matter of uh, never being a professional grade. sports person. You, you got to wonder. You know, you look at someone like Jack Bird, who has the opportunity to play in the back line somewhere with yeah. Cronulla, but has made it quite clear he he wants to play fullback and will leave the club to do. so. He felt alive with pleasure this. I think at fullback. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he said that. I think he said he felt alive though. You know, yeah. What do you value more, success of a club or? Your preferred playing position or play. starting minutes? Well, but it depends. I mean, if you're if, if the position that you're playing to fill the role for your team is one that makes you fucking miserable, like you just do not do not enjoy it at all. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. You've got to be like, well, fuck, you know, if you're not enjoying what you know, if you're not enjoying what... It, there's one thing about enjoying what you're doing and there's another thing like enduring a shitty situation because you keep accumulating rings. Like, I don't think anyone's... I don't think anyone is... Maybe the first ring, you'd be there. Yeah. But after that, at some point, you're going to have to look about, you know, wanting yeah. to enjoy what you do, so... That's it. Okay. Yeah. So either it's not as bad as he... Yeah, he's just staking his claim. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Newcastle. Sevens. I think Parramatta will win because the Titans are abysmal, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I really, I'm really interested to see just if there is a drop-off, what sort of drop-off there is with Corey Norman out, because the things that he's been doing, like his kicking game and everything like that, I, Robson yeah. does, and Gutherson can't do it. And Robson, Robson hasn't demonstrated no, not that he's anything more than like a warm body. Yeah, for most I, of, the, most I just of his don't career. Think, don't think the the Gold Coast forwards are going to trouble. No, no. So, oh, okay. Where are we? Uh, Knights taking on the Robbios. Look, this is a this is a good chance for them. It's at home. They're going to get more people. I mean, what did they have? Just under thirteen. Oh, they're going to get 20, 20k there. Yep. You know, if the weather's good, the fans are going to come back. You know, because I want to. What's this? This Newcastle winning thing we've heard about? <laughs> um, fucking fly your hips to Newcastle flag high, Newcastle fans. You know, I, you you I, were a fan I, through the nineteen. Adam Adam Reynolds is was great last week, but I still don't feel like South are that. I don't feel like they're that good. Adam Adam Reynolds was fantastic, hundred percent right. Um, I think that the South's forwards are underachieving 
massively at the moment. Um, and if there is an opportunity for this young little upstart Newcastle Knights team to get them while they can, that's it. I, I think they'll take it. I think Cody Walker was fantastic for South last week. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and if if they can slip into this thing where you know um, Reynolds is controlling the game and controlling field position, yep. Walker's dangerous around tired defenders. Then yep. that you know the, there's points. But if the South forwards don't stand up, then they're not going to be anything more than than mid packs this year. Yep, yep. And a steady squad for the the Knights as well with um. Some changes on the extended bench, but they're they're keeping their yep. lineup there, which is probably a, a luxury that they haven't had for yeah. some time as well. That's it. Panthers take on the Roosters out at the muddy puddle. Mm. I think this will be a replay of two thousand and three. Where's the epic? Oh no, we'll just win. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's no like you're not going to like pick out specific moments that are going oh, no, to echo the. I was just channeling my inner Bronco fan in that a round three match means as much as a grand final does. Ah oh, yes, of course. So, of course, yep. Um, I I think that where the Roosters' strike weapons are, we we showed that we can shut that sort of thing down um, against the Tigers. So as long as the Panthers come out with the same determination, you know, it's a a different class of forward. You've got your corners you got your nappers, they're going to come yep. to us. So it'll be a good test for, for these Panthers forwards to, to really get in and show that they can do it week in, week out. But I think we're we're good enough to come away. Hiku on the extended bench, I mean, is that making up the numbers? I mean, are some eye sockets not, not made equal to others? Like, exactly. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Honestly. Like, maybe maybe yeah. that just is a case of we are so certain that this is going to be. We're just going to throw pick names out of a hat. There's a bit Here of is a name from our starting 25. Yep. Um, I... <laughs> It's I'd, like winning a meat tray down at the I know the that I'd, I'd wouldn't mind seeing Peter Hiku go elsewhere. Yeah, it's not very nice. Great bloke, great player, better bloke. For what he brings in defence. Jeez. And by that I mean new public works projects. Damn. So. See, Penrith not embracing Hiku. Again, at all. You look at young Edwards last week. Yeah. He's, He's the perfect replacement for Mansour, especially with Peachy on the wing, uh, in the centres. Yeah. So, hmm. so naturally you're picking Penrith to win. Yes. By a thousand. A thousand. Put your house on it. I think it's a, this is a, a great test of where both both teams are at. I mean, this is probably the most legitimate contest that, provided Penrith are the round two Panthers and not the round one Panthers, yes. this is pro- a pretty good early season legitimate test of the credentials for That's the Roosters. It. Both teams fairly fairly highly touted uh, for the season. I mean, yep. Penrith, Penrith, you know, don't forget their premiership favourites still. And... <laughs> Underdogs <laughs> trying to trying to build a radar, but uh, battling for the spoon. <laughs> yeah. So, um, look, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. I, th- I think can I look, just put out 80 minutes moment? of Panthers? I think they can get there, but we actually are underdogs if you look at the crown bet odds for both of us. Where's the where's the doll figure? Oh, there it is. There, that's for the season, yes. What about for the week? I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't, yeah, so what doesn't Penrith, suit my purpose? Penrith, yeah, exactly. Penrith are the favorites for this game, no doubt. It doesn't suit my narrative. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think that I'm going to have to tip just for 80 minutes. I'm I'm going to tip uh, Penrith Panthers, I think, because I want to see what happens with these Roosters in the second half. Mm. And believe me, if they if they fall off in the second half against the Panthers, they'll get fucking punished. Mm. Uh, where are we? Cowboys versus the Sea Eagles up at 1300 teeth. 
doesn't fucking matter who's playing for the Cowboys. I mean, Pong is in for Coote. Um, Javid Bowen's in for Winterstein. Uh, Matt Scott is done for the year with ACL. Poor cunt. Um, oh, Pat Kafusi yeah. in there. And then they've got a bunch of guys uh, on the bench added as well. Um, look, at the end of the day, I don't think it even fucking matters. Sean Lane comes in for uh, Billy Bainridge in the 17. Uh, for Manly, so I guess we'll see how Lane goes in his uh, first uh, first uh, first grade outing. Mm. Uh, still suffering from the suspension of um, of Tapao and uh, old mate the the uh, wife beater. Yep. So honestly, Cowboy, I, I I would look at what Cowboys thirteen plus is paying, and I'll fucking load up on it. Yeah, it um, it, I don't think it might not be that bad, but it's so funny. The Cowboys are so fucked. <laughs> For injuries this week, this is the type of in, this is the type of performance. This is the type of lineup that you want to see when you're playing the Cowboys. But it doesn't make a fucking lick of difference. I'd love to be playing the Cowboys this week. Oh, I would, yeah, I would. Everyone, every single supporter of every other club yeah. would love to get the Cowboys this yep. week. But you know what? It's not going to make a fucking difference. Yeah, it might keep it. It might keep it to 14 instead of 48. You know, but there's no chance of them winning. And it, I know that they're going to come out and win now because I've said that. But I don't give a fuck. Here's here's this, <laughs> here's this thing. I, I believe that the Cowboys will come out and win. However, you know, there's new combinations, there's new things to exploit, and if your halves and your coach are smart enough to see that, then they'll plan around that. Yeah, guess what? Um, they're not, so they won't. <laughs> and whatever they're paying for, whatever they're paying for, four, thirteen plus for the Cowboys is not nearly enough. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Oh, sorry, it's not nearly enough. I should say it's far too high, right? <laughs> um, yeah, just un- unbelievable flogging heading their way. Uh, the Canberra Raiders take on the West Tigers down in Canberra. Well, Croker is alleged to be back. So it'll so, be a wet track. <laughs> wet track. Tigers hate that shit too. They hate it. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, then, that, that then takes Whitehead back into the second row. Uh and the Tigers, the Idris. Well, there you go. Prayers answered. No Idris. Tim Grant will be on the bench. They say. And on the uh, on the the extended extended bench, we've got Matt Ballin. Oh, there you go, Matty. Okay. I love Matty. I hope he comes on and kills it. Uh, and gets in there instead of McElrick. Look, Canberra are the worst side in the competition at the moment, according to the NRL table. <laughs> and I'll gladly take that. <laughs> Believe me, I was cheering points in. <laughs> As it started to mount up, I'm like, fuck, if they get another try here, that will be the problem. <laughs> uh, so, look, I feel like that Canberra will come good. They played pretty well against the Cowboys for about 65 minutes in the first round. Yep. And they controlled them very well. I mean, there was just that burst there where the Cowboys got the two tries to take the lead. And then they fought back and they almost got it in there with that try and extra time that was called back for the forward pass. This last week, though, just abysmal. Yeah, and and with with what the Sharks did down that right yeah. side of Canberra, if you have Moses and Tedesco on song down that side, can you imagine what's going to happen? Yeah, well, like you said with the coaching though in the last game, like are the Tigers well enough coached to exploit that? I I feel the answer to that is no. Yeah. However. This tough. I'm going to go Canberra for two reasons. One, it's at home, and I just think they're a better team. And I can't imagine them going through the whole season and not clicking. Yes. You know, I think it's it's last week was stunning to me as a result. Yes. 
uh, the magnitude of the loss and all that sort of thing. And I, th- I think Crokerback's a big inclusion for them as well. Yeah, massive, massive. Um, so yeah, I think Canberra will get it. Idris out for the Tigers is fantastic for them, but I don't think it's enough. Yeah, no. Sharks take on the Dragons. Sharks. Reclaim Australia Stadium. And uh, yeah, I think uh, round one's a distant memory for the for the Drags. Yes. Uh, what they were absolutely fucking kissed on the fucking dick in round one. How did that? <laughs> we're gonna look back on that result in the context of the season. That that will be their West Tigers two balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, Dragons like yeah, it's, they you know trotting out the same the same lineup. Um, Holmes and Beal on an extended bench for the Sharkies. Yep. So Holmes got to be getting close, but I don't think it's going to be this week. Pretty simply, I think this comes down to one of the top forward packs in the league up against one of the worst. Yep. Um, Absolutely brutalising them, and the fact they got better backs as well. They don't have they don't have a, a magnificent back line, but they've they've got yeah. a better back line than the Dragons do. And yeah, Macron isn't going to save anyone. It's they should have called it yeah. Macron's disease. <laughs> for the way that the dragons will be bleeding from the anus after this result. <laughs> and that is full time for episode 246. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, as always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. And uh, iTunes, no new reviews this week. I'm seriously about to fucking smack some bitches up in the. I know. It's just. It's just I did see, I forgot yeah. to bring in this week, um, there were some USA store ones. Oh, okay. Bring those um, for next week. So, well done, right. Australian rugby league fans. Yeah, being, being uh, usurped by a country that doesn't That's even recognise it as a sport, I believe. Yeah. They want to build a wall around rugby league stadiums. Exactly. Well, I mean, they built a wall around the, you know, and keeping out the, the you know, Tucko and yeah. Apple Pope. Exactly. Absolute fucking gods of rugby league over there. God. I need to do it this week, in, this week in Taco Pope, just to know what's going on over in the States. Seeing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in North America, I mean, the Wolfpack fucking yeah. killed their first <laughs> hat trick to Fooey. <laughs> Those guys are going to get promoted before. Like, I, I just, I just think it's fantastic. I mean, it's great that they can get this this first season out of the way and just beat yep. the shit out of the. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, man, I was, it's it's great to see. It's it's, it's amazing that it started with Canada. You know the and national sports honest. cricket. Who Canada? Yep. Really? Yep. It's not like fucking curling or something. No. Cricket. Cricket. You yeah. know how teams like they have. Like, who, who says what the national sport is? You know, oh, I don't know. Yeah. So, like uh, two hundred years ago, somebody put that in some document somewhere, and that's now filtered its way down to Wikipedia, and that's yeah, what says like, when you look it up. Yeah, cricket. Mm. I never even knew, knew they played it over there. I mean, like it makes sense that they do, they would, but mm. I've never seen them ever mentioned playing anyone anywhere. <laughs> How is your national sport something in which you are worse than Afghanistan? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. Well, you know, I guess that's a big opportunity for rugby league. <laughs> or that I just may be remembering that incorrectly. Yeah, it yeah. may not be true. So. Yeah, and you know, we're not fact-checking shit. Fuck that. I'm not even going to look at the phone until after this episode's finished. 
<laughs> and we'll look at it and it'll be probably some fucking like fucking logging or something <laughs> yeah well that thing when the logs are sp- you know you gotta try and balance on the logs <laughs> whatever that sport's called it's probably a national sport nice probably something to do with otters and beavers or something or too sport I don't know. soccer yeah yeah I'll take that do some reviews yep also on the iHeartRadio app so uh, yeah get on there I guess and have a look and also don't forget the preview section at the moment because we're pretty fucking hot to handle can get a bit blue. I don't know if you've listened to the last two and a half hours. <laughs> can can drop a C bomb, and uh, so a bit hot to handle for for sports mate. But they'll put our previews up there. I don't even know if we've been keeping them clean. Oh, what are we supposed to be? I don't even think about it. Like I don't even. I because think if we start thinking about that, that's then what, it's, it's, well, that's it's, what it's came detrimental. out of episode one. There was a C bomb three seconds into the previews. Was it previews or just the episode itself? Previews. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Um, and <laughs> shout out to Shabugan, who tweeted and said, uh, he, did, he did a share of the podcast through the week and said, still the best rugby league podcast, bar none. The boys do good work. Check them out unless you hate swearing. Mm. Well, who hates swearing, though? The fucking Je- the Germans or something. I don't jealous know. Jealous mutes. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Mm. Supercoach. Oti McOatface <laughs> in top position. Oh, gee, there's some terrible fucking scores going around there. I mean, yeah. Obviously, injuries and suspension have struck hard with Supercoach. It's a tough season to be a coach. Uh, we've got Dingbats, Alabama Hot Pockets, Flying Piranhas, Drewies, Drop Kits, Lamb of God, Mighty Doggies, Grey Ghosts, Junior Mints, and the Fijian Eels rounding out the top 10. Tipping. Bit of a tip again last week, I think. Uh, Nick W. in the first place. And uh, with 12, tied with Mikus. And then we go back a point to the rest of the guys. NZ Tiger, Thigh Days, Fridays, One Eye Tiger, Heavy Nova, Toto TV, Jake underscore Chook, Goodnight CJ, and Matty R. So that's... Uh, so what? There's been a potential... Do you get points for, for perfect rounds? I can't remember. But I mean, there's been a potential for 16 points, let's say. Yes. And so far, the, we're already back to 12 for the top the top two people in the league. Don't have a change. Uh, but yeah, I think... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm like in the top 50, which is incredible because my my, de- my decline down to the, the you know sub 100 level is imminent but uh i forgot to put my tips in last week and so i acquired three correct tips before i realized <laughs> and managed to jag some of those upsets in the fantastic <laughs> fantastic work uh, look that is all, all we got time for this week so itunes reviews Final chance, like, and you're listening to the show like Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday. Final chance to to get your suggestions in for what else we you would like to see us throw in the membership packs. We want to get those for sale over, you know, for next week. Yep. Um, any other homework they got to do? No, just keep spreading the word. And and don't if, fucking put X Factor in your reviews, you degenerate pricks. Put X Factor in your reviews. We and I'll draw no. all the X Factor reviews out of a hat and give a free membership. We <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> There has been a steady decline of this week in X Factor. There is one ridiculous manly fan slash American that keeps sending him in every week. There was another one too. Let it fucking die a natural death. Fuck off with your X Factor reviews. So don't forget this week in X Factor brought to you by Bryce Cartwright. Degenerate pricks. <laughs> don't forget the X Factors. Uh, send in the X Factors. And if you are a new listener to the show this year, uh, there's a site, given that we've tripled almost, there's a substantial substantial amount of people like there's the, the population of a country town worth of people here let us know how you came on board with the show just so we know 
where it's all coming from because it is quite mystifying. Uh, that's it. See Talk you next week. week.